poppin'. Drew and Mike show from the deals in the D.com studios for Tuesday. And today the show is brought to you by our presenting sponsors at Hall Financial. Interest rates may be taking another little jump. Fed's going to meet. Inflation's running a little bit hot. So those credit card debts, if you're not paying them off every month, you are really getting creamed on those. I'm not trying to pile on, but it's just bad. I mean, and going up more seems implausible, but take the five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial, and that's all you need to find out how much money you've gained in home equity. You can close a refi in a couple weeks or less, meaning you get your money faster. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current home, you need to call Hall Financial first at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at Call Hall First. And they've got that uh, Realtor Network, too, and I wanted to mention Christina, our friend Christina Gennari, who I'm hoping people are going to start calling 248-550-4788. If you need find help finding a place anywhere, you want to sell your house or you need a help pricing it, whatever it might be, these relationships are usually long-term things. So a great way to meet Christina is if you have questions, just call or text her, 248-550-4788. She's been doing it over 20 years, doing it well. Got a great team at KW Domain, and that's a really killer company. You see their signs everywhere. So hoping we can humper some business out of the uh, Drew and Mike show. Right out of this basement here. And I just saw uh, Hanky Panky on Channel 4. He was talking to, um, you know, the DTE oh, story. people in Hamtramck. I don't know, was he in Hamtramck today? That's, that's where I saw him. He was in Hamtramck helping people. Oh. Hank likes to help people. Yeah, he wasn't helping anyone. He was trying to help us, though. Uh, they were talking about the, <laughs> the fact that Dana Nessel, the attorney general, is calling on DTE to issue automatic power outage credits yeah. after storms because, you know, what they make you do is fill out a form that gets submitted so that they know who to credit. But they already know who to you know credit. Don't, don't, give me my, don't give me 25 bucks. I find that to be a larger insult. Yeah, just keep the money. fucking dollars? Just flush it down the toilet, <laughs> DTE. Or trim a tree with it. Um, it's the most powerful storm I've ever seen, and I've seen three storms. How can you lose power for 24 hours and not lose more than $25? That is bullshit. This company makes so much money. We all know this, too. They just got a bump in pay, remember? Yeah, this is total crap. And why should anyone have to fill out an electric electronic form? Why do you make it harder? Well, we know why you make it harder, so less people, people will collect do it. their money. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Hank was asking some Yahoo <laughs> at DTE... Seriously, some talking head at DTE. So what about the uh, the automatic refunds, which, you know, if he said, oh, yeah, from now on, automatic refunds for everybody, you don't have to fill out any forms, I still would say, but don't act like it's a big victory because it's not enough money anyway. 25 yeah. bucks is nothing. And the guy says, yes, uh, we are going to do it for the storm. And Hank said, wait, wait, what do you mean, for the storm? What about future storms? Well, there's a lot of regulatory. Well, people have been saying... Dana Nessel's been bitching about this for years. Everybody's years. been bitching about this for years. Well, the the fact that you have to fill out an electronic form has been an issue for a while. What? 
What an Why, empty what does statement DTE, by that guy. What do they have on this state that they can just do this to us, do such a crap job? Oh, you know, they're in the bottom. And the answer is, fuck you. They're 47th in the country yeah. in terms of um, likeliness to stop, to not have an outage. Likeliness to have an outage, they're number four. Behind Maine, New Hampshire, and Hawaii. And, and some people would say that's not really the right category to judge them, and they're higher in other categories. What? Did, why is DTE... Why are they able to be so careless and to bullshit us so many times over and over, and we just kind of get over this storm and then wait for the next one? And I, I feel like the media has been carrying their mail for a long time because they do spend. How much do they spend on advertising? They spend that a much. A lot, a lot. Let's just, I'll just say this: they weren't very happy when ML Elric had his solar panel guy on because they advertised on Fox Two when he was there. It's 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 oh all my a big God. game. Wait, a perfect I, I can't, storm. They bitched at Fox 2. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but yeah, they did. Well, he doesn't work there now. No, I know. They bitched to Fox 2 uh-huh. about his solar panel discussion yeah. on this podcast. On his podcast, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's how it works. How fucking dare yeah. they? Well, and I told you this Who week. they think they are? So I, they think they're bulletproof. I told you this weekend, too, they were running commercials on radio about... You know, sorry, uh, but hey, our linesmen are, you know, don't don't be mean to our linesmen, which nobody's mad at the linesmen. That is a ridiculously oh, impossible Oh, I know. Job. They were saying their linesmen were getting off. sworn at and threatened. Give Bull me a fucking shit. break. They're trying to take the victim position. No, you do not get the victim <laughs> position. Not only that. Not only we that. have the victim position firmly. If you really cared about the linesmen <laughs> and the workers on the ground, maybe it'd be a little preemptive so they didn't have to work and yeah, get Maybe and get you wouldn't lose power at. so often. No, it's it's No, that's horseshit. bullshit. It's the executives that we never see whose heads we'd like to take off. Well, when is it going to become painfully clear to everybody in this country that, A, we don't prepare for anything, and B, big companies, even if they're public utilities, aren't going to do anything unless they're made to do it. Why would they trim trees that are in the way? Well, and, and honestly, anecdotally, we've seen that here. You used to lose power all the time. But what did they do? They finally, after many, many years, came through, re-ran lines, trimmed some trees, and knocked well, on wood. So what? It's not power. helping enough. No, I know that. And but I don't want to hear is, all their... they could be doing that a lot more, but nobody's going to hold their feet to the fire. I don't want to hear their... I don't want to hear their bullshit excuses over. We spent a billion on infrastructure. Well, it's not enough because this still, you still suck. Take some You're of that. Number four in the country. You're that bad. Take some of that advertising budget and move it to uh, to fixing lines and trimming trees. So none of the nine year rotation. None of the people who care about us so much. Uh, the people in all these positions that we vote for and people who are in these uh, these. These positions that are supposed to care about the public and, you know, they're willing to do and they're just so concerned about us all the time. They need we just need to vote for them. Where are they? They can't do anything about this. Nothing. Because I've never heard anyone run on this. This would be, you know, instead of talking about abortion, by the way, which really is a abortion. I mean, really, I, I understand it's a big issue. But I mean, when you talk about the state of Michigan, this is the flooded basement uh, sucky power state. Yeah. We, we have so many power edges. Why? And all these flooded basements year after year after year. Doesn't anyone care about this? Doesn't anyone ever run on this? Or is just like, oh, I'm not going to bother with that. I feel the power. Well, you can still run on it and not do anything. Like, uh, well, yeah, at least run roads. on it. It draws some attention to it, even if you're not going to do anything. But, I, I mean, it's just amazing. So, 
I mean, the way it seems to me is that uh, DTE just has a monopoly, and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. They can do a shitty job as they want. Nobody ever gets fired. Nothing ever happens. There's no job judgment or performance issues whatsoever. You can have the biggest ass in the world running it or in all the management positions, and it wouldn't matter. wouldn't make a difference. Hey, I'm so glad the Paul come back on because I was burning up. Why don't they just tell us? Could, I wish DT would hold a press conference just to say, expect our same shitty performance always, okay? It's they, they not going to get any better. It's going to be shitty. We're going to make tons of money. That's just the way it is. I suggest you get a generator. Wouldn't That's be great. the best solution to this. Because uh, we are horseshit. This is a totally indignant press conference. Like, hey, <laughs> what? What, you're not used to it by now? Just, just throw in our faces. You know how bad we are. We've been this bad forever. Yeah. What are you going to do? Switch? <laughs> Those of you who've lived in other states, you know our performance is so incredibly subpar. How much better could you expect us to get? Get a generator. Start saving for a generator now because we suck and we expect to continue to suck. The customer is always our bitch. And all these excuses. We spent a billion on infrastructure. We spent a billion. Yeah, are they just trying to make people matter? Not enough. Because that's how it feels. Care how much they spent. Not enough. I don't want to hear any word out of your mouth unless it's I want to pay by cash, check, or charge. So they must spend a lot of newspaper too. I assume. That's a good question. I don't know. I've never seen an ad in the paper. But then again, I don't get the paper. Yeah, I, you stupid idiot. I don't get know the that I would. Out of here. I just get it online. But. I don't know that I would know if they did spend money in the paper. I'm the same way as you. See it on TV, hear it on Thanks the radio, all the time. Is that actual DT customer service? Might as well be. Let's not act like we're three years old. <laughs> here. If you're gonna state a sentence, don't just state a blanket sentence. Be real specific. I would rather they acted like that and just implied yeah. that. No, it's never going to get any better. This is the way it is. We suck. We know it. You deal know it. Let's it. not stop playing games. That should be their new slogan. DTE. Deal with it. <laughs> put it out there right in your face. So. Um, I, I just read this in one of our one of our local scribes mentioned that uh, utility executives did deliver on their promise to restore power to at least 95% of their customers' homes by Sunday. And I'm like... Wait, Good that's job. a that, that's a goal we're supposed to be excited about. Oh my God, ninety five percent by Sunday. That's four days. Congratulations, everybody. That's how low four days. That's how absolutely low the bar is because nobody would have expected that. Ninety five percent. That means one out of every twenty people has no power. They got no refrigerator. They got nothing. Yeah, well, they're gonna get twenty five bucks. So you know. Very good. And who needs a fridge now? It's freezing outside. Just put the food outside. That should be the other answer at the press conference. I mean, so what about your food? Put it outside. You deal with it. Put Stop the being food so lazy. Yeah. Put your food outside, loser. I would be embarrassed to put that in an article. I, I just assume that there's some degree of mail carrying by the media here because otherwise, wouldn't the head of DT's picture be on the front page of the paper every time there's an outage? Well, here's, here's my big thing, and, and I haven't checked. Twitter to see if she's put out some cutesy little post. Have you seen Whitmer say anything about it? No. No, I haven't. I mean, have you... That's, that's have kind you seen of what Whitmer my say, point was. Have you seen her say anything about anything since the state of the state? Has she talked about the dirt being hauled up from East Palestine? No, I didn't hear anything about that either. That's really... It's really odd, isn't it? Just because the, it's about time we fix the damn roads. I thought so I, I heard check her... check Twitter. I just want to see if she's... seemed like she was... Uh, Said anything. She was squeaking about something. I Squeak. just can't remember what it was. Um, yeah. I, 
I mean, I would expect her to be out there in full force with DT power being out. But maybe she knows there's nothing we can do. Well, just, that, that's kind of what I wonder. She just deals I, with it. I wish, you know, and if she has the press conferences, listen, DTE sucks. There's nothing I can do about it. They, we expect them to continue to do horrific work service-wise and expect power outages, and we're going to work on getting everybody a, um, a stipend towards a generator. <laughs> Breaking news. Because our power company is so bad. It's ridiculous. So February 24th, she put out a tweet. I met with utility workers who've been on the front line restoring power lines. Oh, shut up. That's, <laughs> you're wasting job. their time. Clearing debris after this week's winter storm. I'm extremely grateful for the hard work they've been doing to improve conditions throughout our state to keep Michiganders safe. And there's a picture of her shaking linesman's hands, which, yeah. You're wasting I, I, their time. But I, I agree with her. Yeah, you're right. I think the utility workers no, are phenomenal. No, you should phenomenal. be in the front office Let's hear talking about the to bosses. the big shots. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I just dressed down the, the idiots at DTE. But, but you know what I mean? I mean, that tweet, I don't disagree with what she said there, but where is the accountability? Oh, I know what she was doing. She was at the funeral for the Michigan State student. So she's, you know, glad-handing oh, about I, trauma at Michigan State. I mean, that's, that's what you score points for. But honestly, if, if we heard her blast DTE, just blast the shit out of them, everybody would feel a little better. February 23rd. With high winds continuing today, it's important to be cautious of downed power lines. Stay at least 25 feet of, 25 feet? That seems kind of far. From downed power lines and avoid touching anything it may become in contact with. Wait, that's not her job to be doing that. <laughs> no, I know. It's Isaiah She's Thomas. A above that. That's Zeke's job. Isaiah Thomas, right? It's a little above her pay grade. When the wind stops blowing, that's the end of your electric. Let's hurry up. Do you remember those ads where Isaiah would be like, look up, and the kid would be like, but I don't see anything. <laughs> Do you remember those ads at all? I, not really. Oh, Brandon, we can check YouTube for Isaiah Thomas DTE ad. You know what I want Whitmer to be doing right now? I want her to be out there like Jim Harbaugh clearing the roads. Did you see that story? Yeah. Hey, oh, we found the ad. This well, ad ran all the time today. in the 80s. Making sure people plug into safety, like outlets, should never be overloaded. Radios should be kept away from water. And when someone's fixing an appliance, be sure they've unplugged it first. Hey, what's going on? We're on Plus Patrol. That's me. And safety. At Detroit Edison, your safety oh, is our off. business. Hey, there was there was a white kid in that ad. What? You think Isaiah doesn't have white kids at his house? What are you trying to say? There was Where? It was reverse diversity. <laughs> did Isaiah adopt a white kid? No, but I did. I assume they were his kids. I did wonder if one of those girls was the one he threw under the bus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when he had a uh, some issue Oops. with pills, was oh, it? That's crazy. That was what it was. The crazy. Jim Harbaugh video, though, that one that went viral. He was helping out the police clear the road. It's pretty cool. What a hero. Look at that guy. No, you're not going to give him any. You won't give him even credit for that. Uh, <laughs> you won't give him credit for anything. Oh no, that's. I don't fine. even like him, but that, I'll that's give him credit. Very for nice. That. That's very nice. Fucking great. Yeah. And so, who videotaped him? Some neighbor? No, the Ann Arbor yeah. police. They oh, put, the Ann Arbor police. Yeah, the cruiser caught it. Cali cam. Yeah. Yeah. Did he Did ask anyone him, order a hero? Did he ask him what the uh, busted emails was all about while he was at it? The cops? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Harbaugh knows. He said he doesn't know. Bullshit. That's what he said. Sorry, wow. I don't know. I'm going to stand free of that. Oh, that hero. Hey, and I think rotate? he can't talk about it anyway. A little disappointed uh, Harbs didn't have a chainsaw in the back of his uh, car. I guess, yeah. Okay. Is this on the road he lives on? 
I'm not sure exactly where it is. You think he was just driving around looking for downed trees? No, I just, I just wonder if there's any self-interest involved, like he couldn't get home. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think he can pass. Oh, I think that's part of it. I think he drove up on it. Yeah. I mean, I would have just driven around it. I appreciate you. Why did that go viral? I mean, is it really that exciting a video? How many views? I'm Jim Harbaugh. 166,000. Yeah. To watch if you guys pick up a couple branches. Well, I think it's kind of nice when a purse somebody would stop and help police clear debris from a road. He even shook that police officer's hand. Um, yeah. I, so did, can somebody tell me how this happened? Did he pull up and then the police pulled up? No, the police were there trying to, oh, according so he to the got tweet, and, and he got out and helped them, and okay. they gave him gloves to help move it. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I really believe you. Well, I, I know I, you'll find something wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm sure it was uh, in the best of spirits. That's fine. He's that kind of, I mean, I, I think that, he's the kind of guy that would do something He's a total like weirdo, but he's not that bad of a guy. I just I mean, don't know. super Catholic. I'm not sure why it would be a viral video. Like, it's so exciting. I've never seen Frank Beamer get out and move a tree. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it didn't go viral. Right, Wasn't that exciting? Happen. No, you know why? Because the power doesn't go out in Virginia. Probably. Probably not. No. It goes out in, you know what? I was, answer. I was wondering, maybe we should call some people in New Hampshire and Maine and find out. What's up with their power? Allegedly, their power goes out more often. Well, they have a lot of trees. Anyway, That's you know, the only thing I know about those places. Then a storm starts up this morning. It's like, uh, oh, uh, this is terrible. You know, just as we're getting close to getting rid of their power back, Get more people are going to lose power. Well, how did they know people would lose power? Why is it? I mean, don't you expect that nobody will lose power until it's obviously no, so I, incredibly uh, bad? I expect it's called the, Mother Nature. I expect the wind to blow and someone's going to lose power around here. That's <sighs> oh the way it goes. Annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, just quickly, uh, Zot's new location at uh, I-96 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in New Hudson have some things they want to let you know. They continue to make buying and leasing simple, fun, fast, and easy. Two, Zot's new Hudson dealership has one of the highest Google ratings in Detroit, 4.8, which is ours, by the way. Three, and, and that means the other .2 are major whiners. If you have a 4.8, that's like a 5. At least in my experience. Three, and my personal favorite, Zada is one of the largest inventories in the D, with more Jeeps and Rams to choose from than almost anyone in the city. You want more good stuff? Right now, our studio sponsors are leasing 22 Jeep Compasses as low as $2.98 a month, or lease a new 22 Jeep Grand Cherokee as low as $3.97 a month. So if you're on the hunt for a newer pre-loved Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, or Ram, please check out our friends and studio sponsors at Zot's new I-96 dealership in New Hudson, and be one of the first, or be sure to tell them Drew Mike sent you. Do always do that. Car. And of course, you can always surf their sensational deals and stupendous inventory at deals in a D.com. Car. Uh, Legacy Partners, you know how they do. They take quotes on your home and auto, and it seems so many times they're able to save people money, sometimes a lot of money. And they do business insurance, small business, large business, medium business, you name it. Just get them a quote because of their nature being independent. They shop around, so I think they expect to find you at least something that will save you some money. So it's always worth a try to call Legacy Partners at 586-209-4106. They've been very helpful with our audience. They like our audience. 586-209-4106. Wow, I hope they have good homos insurance. And one more thing. 
Uh, you know, I'll just mention NordVPN because they protect you against bandwidth throttling from Internet service providers where ISPs will slow you down towards the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. Uh, NordVPN allows you to switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney Plus, and other countries for less than in the U.S. YouTube Premium for much cheaper in foreign countries than in the U.S. And unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams, D-A-M-S, or use the code DAMS to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And uh, the SAG Awards last night that reminded me of Netflix, it was not even on broadcast TV. Oh, was it? No. Well, who would watch it? Well, that's the thing. I guess nobody was really watching it. They did $1.8 million last year. So it's still not that bad, believe me. That's pretty bad. I mean, it's when you look at what these shows used to do. Sure. And it's it's kind of now that is strange how all the award shows seem to lose their audience at almost at once. I mean, isn't that strange? Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so they had to deal with Netflix, YouTube, or something. I I didn't even understand what they were saying. What Did you, you hear anything about that, Brandon? No. There was something through Netflix and YouTube oh, was if it? you wanted to watch the show live. Okay, so, so you could stream it? On Netflix's YouTube channel? Yeah, I guess that's how it worked. Oh, okay. Well, I'm surprised Netflix wouldn't stream it on their own platform as well. Um, yeah. It's often overlooked. I mean, the award season, God, they, they spend so many months patting themselves on the back with back-to-back-to-back. We've already seen the Critics' Choice. No, it's the Golden really Globes, We got the, you know. The, and they're so serious about themselves and, you know, how great they are. And um, so, anyway, that, that SAG audience, they used to do 7 or 8 million. And, you know, the Oscars used to do 35 million or something like that. And last year they did 12 because Will Smith... That lunatic cuck <laughs> punched out a presenter and started screaming on the live broadcast. Wife's name out your fucking mouth. And it was like Richard Speck or Dahmer was in the room. Everybody was so afraid of him. Nobody would eject him. And they, oh, wow. They give him the biggest trophy of the night just to calm him down. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even supposed to go to him. They changed it. <laughs> they changed it in the break. <laughs> I'm nuts. Now, this is interesting. Oh, so they announced a crisis team. Did you hear that? I what? laughed so hard. I'm like, a crisis team to help manage any unexpected incidents? All they need is a PI to be on Will Smith and make sure he's there. Him. He is the Will. only lunatic cuck they've ever had that lost his mind at the Oscars. I mean, that was great, though. Can they can they maybe pay somebody else to, to punch somebody this year? Because then you won't know who it's going to be, and someone's just going to go up there and punch a presenter. Well, it was good. For I mean, the, it was great television. For the Oscars. Yeah. After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? But I can't believe they announced nope. it. We now have a crisis team. <laughs> what, what? So last year you couldn't figure out that this this Maniac. nutter cock who punched a presenter and started screaming shouldn't be asked to leave. <laughs> Maybe they were so. Afraid. I think they were kind of afraid. I hope. Of I hope there's a ton of Jada jokes. I mean, great if it was just Jada joke after Jada joke after Jada joke, because he's not allowed in there. He might just he might just drive down there and he might burst break in the door. In. Yeah, that's what they need security from him. From him, yeah. Keep an they eye on They act as if you know. Well, uh, as far as the rest of the people, we don't know if he's going to misbehave. No, he's not going this year. That nutter is supposed to be at home. So don't <laughs> act like the rest of the people need a crisis team. I want to apologize to Chris's Great. mother. 
By the way, wasn't that great movie of his supposed to be uh, nominated that Emancipation, which is the biggest pile of shit movie I've ever seen? Did, did, I watched did a half hour of it. Did anything at the no? It wasn't released at the box office. It was just uh, Apple TV bought it and put it on there. It didn't have any buzz, to tell you the truth. It was awful. I, I didn't hear anything about it. I didn't hear anyone it. talking about it. Nope. I don't know anyone who's seen it. I watched a half hour of it and went, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Well, he's got a Creole accent and it's, it's terrible. It's, I don't even want to talk difficult. about it. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I cannot watch anything with him in it. He is such a fucking nutter. What did you say SAG got last year? 1.8 million. Okay. They have a, uh, just over a million streams on Netflix's YouTube channel. Okay, so it's close. Those that are those people that want to watch it will find it. I suppose they were probably given some money to her. Wait, how would that work? I don't know. Yeah, would Netflix have to pay him something to get it? I get. Yeah, because why wouldn't they just? Why wouldn't they just have their own YouTube channel? Although then you get access to Netflix to twenty six million subscribers on YouTube. So everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, just swept. It's such the a best. good movie. You've Did you seen think it, it was that good? I thought it was. I, loved it. I thought it was decent. I, loved I wasn't every aspect that of it. excited about it. Do you see it, Brandon? I have not, but I, I want not. to. Mark's been raving about it since he saw it. Yeah, I, I did get the impression that people liked it. I, I didn't know anybody who was absolutely over the moon about it. It's just, um, it's different. It looks different. I mean, the acting's really good. That's a uh, the story's a little simplistic towards the end, I think. But I, I don't know. It's fun. It's a good movie. I mean, uh, it's probably not n- no Top Gun two, but I'm gonna give it a shot. So are these the first Asian actors to win supporting actress or supporting actor Ki Hu Kwan? Yeah, that's a Mich- short round. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh was she the first Asian actress to win no the best idea. actor? I have no idea. And then Jamie Lee Curtis won for supporting actor, and Brendan Fraser. We'll hear his exciting speech in a minute. Um, Is anybody else getting sick of him? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> he okay. It's one of these things. Now that I won, uh, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do if you want to win. <laughs> well, Just that, put one step in front of the other till yeah, you get so to easy. where you want to go. So easy. Uh, you saw the SNL sketch where Woody Harrelson had the fat suit on. <laughs> did you no, see that sketch? I did not. Well, they had a sketch, and the, the movie, it was, you know, the director talking to his crew is like, we've just been canceled. We're not going to be able to complete this movie. And. You know, they the, I forget what the first character was. The second character is like, well, I grew this beard for this. He had a giant annoying beard. And then it's Woody Harrelson in a huge fat suit because he gained 400 pounds for the role. And now the movie's not happening. Yeah, boy. You're my lighthouse. Which, yeah. Did he really win this award because he just put on the pounds? You won the game ball every day. Is that why he was just Wasn't he, won? Wasn't he made to look much fatter than he really was? Yes. I think he did have a fat suit, but he, he gained weight to play the role. I, I, I probably should have left a trailer breadcrumbs. <laughs> he would have gained the weight anyway. <laughs> I think that was just his way of saying it. I know the worst part was he felt he had guilty about all the weight he gained. He had to lose a bunch of weight before award season, so people go, wow, look at all that weight he gained. So uh, White Lotus won Best Ensemble for Drama, Abbott Elementary won for Comedy, uh, Jason Bateman one for Ozark. I didn't even know Ozark was still on. Yeah, I, I you know, I like the first season. I, yeah. yeah, and then I just was like, this is stupid. I just felt like it was Breaking, I, I breaking Bad. Not believable. You just felt it was Breaking Bad again. No, I, I like Breaking Bad better. I would say than oh, Ozark my, by a mile. Yeah, yeah. Sally Field won a Lifetime Achievement Award. You like me? <laughs> uh, did she say you like me? Probably. You really like me. That is. You like me. I love this. Right speech. now, you like me. <laughs> uh, what did she win for? Eighty for Brady? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she won a lifetime achievement. Oh, 
Well, Motion. that includes 80 for Brady. Uh, actor limited series Sam Shepard, 1883. It had to be good because there's no electricity in 1883. Yeah, it's part of the whole Yellowstone thing, isn't it? I have no idea. I think so. Jessica Chastain won playing Tammy Faye Baker. She was great. She's excellent, yeah. Jennifer Coolidge won for actress. Um, is anybody else sick of Jennifer Yeah, I'm sick of her. I mean, I'm almost getting sick of she her big boobs. She hasn't done anything to us, but I'm just sick of the whole Jennifer Coolidge act. Comedy actor was Jeremy Allen White in The Bear. With the bear, oh, yeah. was that like a gentle bend thing? No, it's a very. I, I've had arguments with Sean Windsor about it. It's um, it's a half hour on FX Netflix or FX Hulu. Boring. He's a short order cook, and the first I watched the first episode, I'm like, I'm not watching this anymore because it's a bunch of people yelling at each other for a half hour because he's a short order cook. Is it funny? I didn't find it terribly interesting, but people love it. We'll rave about it. I, it's funny. I hear Sean people, loved it. I hear stuff people raving about, and I'm just like, I, maybe I'm just done raving about anything. I'm just so old. I've well, seen sure, too many things. There's so much content out there. It's I know, and I quite overwhelming. I usually really do really really like certain things, and I just haven't bumped into that many. Yo, you know what I did like though was the movie about. The movie everybody was so pissed about because she took the place of some black nominees. <laughs> what movie? The one that wasn't supposed to be nominated. She oh, wasn't supposed too, to be, too, and when she got nominated. Leslie. Was it too Leslie or whatever? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was a really good movie, and I thought Mark Maron was really good in it. Hey, no. Leslie, put a f***ing sock in it! The only reason I watched it was because such a big deal was made out of, they spent, you know, five bucks making this movie, and all these A-list people thought it was so good that they spoke up, and then, of course... It was like, that's terrible. It's, it's not fair. It shouldn't be nominated. And then th the dumbest part of all was that somehow she had displaced women of color's nominees. What? So Whatever, she wasn't supposed to be nominated. Cares. Stupid. But what, what about the other white chicks that were nominated? Why are they supposed to be nominated? They're not. What Nobody's is that? Shut up. Period. Yeah. I mean, this, this is just fucking madness. So much of this stuff is just crap insane crap but i did i thought that movie was really good it's not for everyone's a drama and I, I do i've always liked dramas and i know dramas are not that popular so i don't expect people to love it but i thought that was a pretty good movie have you started babylon yet no set out a long amount of time for that one it's the longest That's, when three you say hours, that i just feel like i don't know man three hours nine minutes it took me i think four days to watch it oh. off and on you know what I uh and, and the first half hour is so over the top ridiculous that I almost turned it off, but I stuck with it. The middle portion's great. I just don't know why they don't lop off the first half hour and the last half hour and have a two hour movie. What was the movie uh Gaga was in the house of the fashion house? Oh of, uh Gucci. I house thought that was Gucci. pretty good. That was long. I that was seen too it. long, but that was pretty good. Hey, uh I just realized um uh we're late for Adam. Oh. We're supposed to call Adam. Okay. Oh, yeah. Can you bleep his last name, Brandon? I don't know that he wants his name on here, his yeah, last what, name. What, what's his story? He's <laughs> got a story. It's quite a story. Uh, just get Adam on the phone. Okay. Okay, Adam. It's very cryptic. It's really horrible. When we were talking about trauma mm -hmm. and, you know, gee, these Michigan State people, they really that, is it really that traumatizing to go back? You know, you weren't shot at. You were a couple miles away and kind of having that debate. And I know it's... It's Your all... call cannot be completed as dialed. Oh, no. What? He just resent his number today. I don't know. Tell me this guy's giving me fake phone numbers. I sent you the email, didn't I, Brandon? Yeah, 
So that's him writing down his phone number. That's not even me. The fingers me. you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. This is an, this is an incredible story, actually. Oh. Adam. I'll just wait till he picks up so I don't have to see it. Twice. It's wild. Hello? Adam! Drew! How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Can you guys can you hear me all right? Yeah, I hear you great. Actually, that's a pretty good line. All right, I've been through enough bad connection phone calls. I know I know how it goes. Hey, can we use your last name? I just wonder if Brandon needed to bleep it because I said it a minute ago. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. Oh, okay, cool. Because it's a... It's Way a to dox him. It's a pretty sensitive story. Yeah, I know yeah I, thanks a lot, man. What's well, your no, social that's security why I asked number? Him you should bleep it because I didn't want to dox him <laughs> if it was a big deal. But Adam, what's your, mo- what's your mom's maiden name? Do you want my address? <laughs> How about this, Drew? We we forgot to give him an entry song. Do you mind if I uh, give him give him? You mean you forgot to give him an entry song? My father hates my sister hates my uncle and my cousin and her best friends hates the gays and the straights <laughs> and the whites and the spades. Everyone has. Get all your drops ready. I feel so out of the loop. I have no idea what Adam's story is, but okay. now I know it involves well, you know, AIDS. It's, <laughs> it's not HIV and AIDS are two different things. It was never AIDS. Okay. Although, yes. Uh, okay. You know, the song in my head was like the Family Guy one, where you know he's in like the whole the, the room that that guy busts in, like you have AIDS, yes you have AIDS. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with that one, but oh, I, I don't know. Let me see. Mind. You have AIDS. Yes, you have AIDS. <laughs> I hate to tell you, boy, that you have AIDS. You, got the AIDS. you may have caught it when you stuck that filthy needle in here. Or maybe all yeah, that unprotected yeah. sex put you here. It isn't clear, but what we're certain of is you have AIDS. Yes, you did, have did AIDS. Did family have this? No. Okay. Okay. That's the one. <laughs> Just to paraphrase, Adam, you went for a routine physical, correct? I did, yeah. And. Everything you expect, everything to be fine. Everything was fine, except for what? Then he catches HIV. Well, you know, I've been trying to uh, at least go once a year now that I'm getting a little older, you know, and uh, they recommended everybody once in a lifetime get an HIV test. So they're taking blood, and I'm like, yeah, sure, you know, that's fine, whatever. Yeah, and then like four days later, I got a, uh, a voicemail. With somebody AIDS. wanting to discuss my my uh, HIV test I had taken. A voicemail? A voicemail from uh, um, an unknown caller, but it was one of the nurses on her way home from work. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, okay, so, so how, long yeah, are you well, su- how long are you sweating before you can connect with someone to discuss this? Oh, my God. So I get this voicemail, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, so I called back immediately, and uh, he's like, yeah, so... Uh, you had an HIV test. Was there a reason you wanted this test or, uh, or, or what was the deal? You know, and I told her it was just recommended and she goes, um, okay, well, um, I'm calling you because it came back positive And, um, you know, I wanted to, uh, let you know what the next, uh, the next step was in this process. Well, by and, the way, um, do, you, do you even remember what the next hey! step was? What was the next step? Well, so the next step is more testing, uh, further blood tests at the hospital. Holy shit. I, I, I kind of just blacked out, you know. She, yeah. She, she asked if I had any questions, and I'm like, uh, no, uh, you know, thanks for your time. The and, HIV uh, virus that I have attained. And, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you yeah. hear Magic Johnson in your head? You listen to the show. Dude, these drops are awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. They're okay. funny. They're funny now. They're funny now, yeah. At the time. But now you've yeah. got a family, so you have to share this information, right? 
Yeah, so I my next call was to my wife, and uh, you know I go, I'm like, hey, uh, um, you guys want her phone name and uh, address and phone number and stuff? That's <laughs> uh, <Unnecessary>. okay. So, <laughs> so I, She'd probably right, be great okay, cool. though. So I call her and and she goes, uh, I'm like, hey, um, remember that HIV test I took? And she goes, uh, it came back positive, didn't it? And I go, yeah. And she goes, you know. <laughs> she goes, I've always thought I might have HIV. I'm always getting colds and, and sick and stuff. I, what? I, maybe I gave it to you. Yeah, yeah. What? what wow. you know, Hold on, wait. That's what, a great, par- what a great wait, partner. Uh, was, she, was she an interview's drug listen, user? <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> we, we have two children. She's had, she's had two HIV tests. Uh, she was joking, uh, you know, trying to lighten the mood, I guess. Okay, that was sweet um, of her. Which did not, Actually, that was very sweet of her. It did not help at all. Okay, no, I wouldn't. Uh, Thank you. There's your delayed uh, so, rim shot. Yeah. So I, I was in the hotel by myself with work out of town. Oh. Um, so I had to work midnights on the way home and immediately drove to the hospital for further uh, further HIV testing, which I felt, I mean, I was all embarrassed. You know, obviously they, they can read, you know, what they're, what they're going to be testing for. And it's me and this young girl. And I'm getting an HIV test, you know. Oh well, here's here's Adam uh, listening to the the radio on his way to the hospital that day. Ain't burger in paradise. Ain't burger and it ain't nice. So, yeah, Adam, I can were, relate. Were you remembering like some time like God? Maybe I got roofied and my my some what was a little sore in the morning. Well, well, told me I had AIDS. True. True. So here's what I thought. I I've been blackout. with my wife for almost like 17, 18 years. Um, and I thought, I started thinking like, well, maybe 18 years ago before I met my wife, um, you know, maybe I got it then and now I have full-blown AIDS and just like haven't known it maybe. this whole time. And I'm dead, you know, but, like but, I've already passed the HIV and onto the AIDS. Were you in, you were in all the high-risk groups, right? No, no. I'm, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a pretty, just I'm a pretty even-keeled fella, you know. No IV when drugs. when he had those AIDS, yeah. I went to... Just curious. And I prayed for him. Um, at the time this is going on, you know, for a few days, could you feel the pounds slipping off your body? I mean, did you feel weak? Once you start Googling HIV symptoms, oh, no. you uh, you immediately have every symptom. <laughs> everything, uh, of course. You know. Oh, Jesus. And then I'm thinking about, you know, when I, was, when I was younger, I always heard horror stories about, like, people put needles in, uh, you know, uh, movie theater cushions and, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, trying to give people HIV. So yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe, you know. Maybe that happened, you know. Jesus Christ. AIDS um, helped me get back into a size 12. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have lots of AIDS drops. Jesus, I didn't know we had so many. Yeah, yeah. AIDS. Um, and by the way, if anybody, I um, want to apologize to anyone who does have HIV or there's a very good chance somebody in our audience has I, mean, I, I would hope think they have so. a sense of humor. You think you yeah. got it from a I gay mean, relationship? But anyway, it's not a death sentence anymore. It's no big deal. No, it's not no. that big a deal. But it is, I mean, I, I can imagine what you must have felt like. You must have been absolutely out of your mind. And so you did you go get your more blood tests or blood work or whatever? So I take this, I take this, I go straight to the hospital right when I get off work in the morning. <sighs> I take the test and uh, it takes like two days for them to get the results back or whatever. Well, this is on a Friday. And they're closed on the weekend. So <laughs> I went home. I tried, <laughs> I tried to sleep. Check this out. I tried to sleep for, you know, a couple hours. I couldn't. I woke up. AIDS. I door dashed an at-home HIV test from Walgreens to my house. It cost me $50. Really? Uh, worth every penny. Yeah. I like that. 
Exactly. Call. That's what I thought. Yeah, and, I, and you know, and I took it, and clearly it was negative. But still, got um, then I'm reading about how those things can be wrong. And, uh, <laughs> of course, you know. I wouldn't believe it either. Yeah, I, so then, <laughs> oh, I would have bought so, every single at-home test they had, <laughs> and been like, happy that I have AIDS. So, I would have done so many. I would have. I would have passed out from losing blood. You have to assume that the, the doctor's <laughs> yeah, right. office trumps any of those tests. I, I don't know if I took a hundred of them and you know ninety-nine were were negative. I'd be pretty. I'd be more com- way more comfortable. With AIDS, I ate less, so I, the I weight a, came off. I felt a little better after the fact, but still, I, I had to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday without any word from the doctor because they were closed. Oh, God. Um, and I'm, like, having conversations with my wife about, you know, our kids and what's going to happen if this and that, and it was just, it was horrible. And then, of course, Monday, um, they finally get back to me and say, clearly, it, it was negative. It was a false positive test. And then I immediately started calling all my buddies, um, telling everybody, you know, I don't have HIV and uh, just spreading Wait, the news, you know. Did you call? You got hepatitis. Did you send out like a mass email <laughs> telling people, by the way, I've got AIDS, fuck. <laughs> so I, I, after the fact, I told I told a couple of my buddies at work just Facebook. to like work it into random conversations, you know what I mean? <laughs> Here's one of your buddies you know, right hey, here. He looks like he's on AIDS. <laughs> yeah, and, and your friends are like, I knew yeah. it. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Wait, how many? Seriously, how many yeah. people did you tell by four days later when you got the test saying you didn't have it? How many people had you told? Um, that I was negative. I didn't, didn't know you were positive. When you um, attained the AIDS virus, how many people did you tell before you found out you didn't have it? Just my wife. I wasn't going to tell anybody okay. if yeah. I had it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I would no, I, I was. But once that. I didn't have it. Then yeah. I was sending text messages. I was, uh, I was letting everybody <laughs> Oh, it's a know. great story once you know you don't have it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny now. You yeah. Know? Oh, my God. So, How many hours between when you attained the AIDS virus and when you got the DoorDash test? How many hours between that uh, period? That would have been, let's see, Thursday night is when I attained it. Um, I took the <laughs> test Friday morning at about maybe 10 a.m., so 12 hours or so. Okay. The HIV virus that I have attained. Did um did did the girl that told you that left the voicemail did she say by the way there are false positives and or she just act like you had so AIDS? to her credit she she did say um to her credit she said you know if you don't live a lifestyle where you think you may get it um there are false positives but we don't have any data on on how many you know how common it is or what so but once I heard HIV positive I just and then I, I log into my my chart. And right there in red, oh. it says reactive to my HIV test. Oh, 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 yeah. oh my God. Jeez. I'm like getting emotional watching my kids play and stuff and thinking, you know, this <laughs> oh, is it. It's over. Oh, God. That is so <laughs> yeah, brutal, yeah. man. Um, did you ever look in the mirror and go, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it's full blown at this point. I, I just I can tell. Something looks different. <laughs> Have you ever used it as an excuse <laughs> exactly. sense? Like, I don't know. I don't want to pick up, honey. I think I'm coming back down with my HIV. I feel a little tired. Yeah, yeah. You know, worn out. I can't come into work today. I'm, I'm you know, the age is starting to uh, act up. Maybe oh. that maybe that test wasn't <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a false uh, a false negative. Yeah, the, next, the a, second time. Yeah. Positive? Would that be it? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. It's funny. If you do, but I survived, man. If you do a search of um, HIV misdiagnosis, uh, there's a lot of people that sued over and got millions of dollars. Really? Now, a lot of them. Okay. All right. Okay. Just, Did you save the voicemail? Uh, 
I, I, I can get it. I think I can get it. I deleted okay. it, but I think I can get it from my deleted. Uh, I have an iPhone, so I can do the, that fancy stuff. <laughs> I see. The problem, the problem is most of the people that sued and won <laughs> had gone through treatments and oh. taken multiple drugs and medications. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, sh- I should have went on social media and blasted it, and then maybe I would have had a case about, uh, you know, some sort of harassment or something. Well, but, yeah, you, you people would have made um, some snide-ass comments, and you could use that as the emotional yeah, effect right. and emotional damages, Kind of like how you guys are, you know? Yeah, exactly. Weight loss jokes <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. Here, I got the actual audio from his follow-up with his doctor. Don't want to sound like a dick or Let's nothing, but uh, it says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, <laughs> and your shit's all retarded. <laughs> Those are positives. Those are all positive tests. Uh, I think oh it's my the first God. time I've ever heard that one. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't get a lot of play, does it, Brandon? <laughs> it's from Idiocracy. Yeah, I recognize the voice. Yeah. That's, um, what's his yeah, name, Wong? Justin Long, Justin Wong, yeah. yeah. Farted down his voice, man. Man, I went to the, I went to the doctor a couple weeks ago, and the, the my regular doctor wasn't there. He's on vacation, slacker. And so they had another doctor, and she goes, do you want to get tested for an STI? And I looked at her, and I said, I don't even know what, what's an STI. Did you know that they've changed <laughs> yeah, the right. definition from STD to you STI? You should get tested, bro. What's an STI? A sexually so, transmitted infection. And I just looked at her like, nah, believe me, no, I don't need to be tested for that. Yeah, don't, don't do it, Mark. Don't do it. Don't. I, I tell no. everybody, do not get tested for HIV no. or any STDs at that point. But I was, I was just surprised they had changed the name from STD to STI. Well, who would that yeah, offensive right, right. to? It's probably well. I don't. I don't know if it's offensive, but I guess. I guess you can be infected and not show symptoms of a disease or some bull. You know, it's medical terminology horseshit. So, wow. I uh, I called my dad after the fact and was telling him, and he was like, "These goddamn, you know, medical companies. They just want to charge you for retesting and get more money out of the insurance company." And I'm like, "They could have picked anything, but." Fucking HIV, it could have been, you know, <laughs> test for more cholesterol or testosterone or something, you know? Well, well I got AIDS, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Adam, I, I, I'm pretty positive. How old are your kids? Uh, eight and five. Okay, I'm definitely older than you, significantly older than you. No one has ever you told are. me that I should have an AIDS test, just to be sure. Nobody. And well, if when, somebody... was the, when was the last time you've had a physical I've had a physical probably a couple years ago. Not to get too personal. Uh, well, so I've had a blood test in the last year. Say, you should get tested, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been... they, they suggest that my wife do the same thing. She had her physical uh, a couple weeks ago, and she said absolutely not. She wasn't well, going to do it. Well, I, um, actually, yeah, I've had, I've had significant contact with doctors just over various little things going on that, you know, were nothing major, but... Uh, I've had really pretty much of a physical and the kind of tests you get because you get older and you get you know they just want to test certain things more they often. They wanted me to take a whole physical yeah. for that, or every five years or, or what have you. So I don't oh, feel way. like there's anything lurking uh, at the moment. But no one has ever said that to me, and it would be foolish because I don't, you know, I'm not in any high risk groups. I can't imagine why they would think I should just take an AIDS test, I, and why you should have. That yeah, seems silly to me. You know, and they, they didn't explain it like that either. I mean, if they would have said, uh, you know, do you feel like you should take, you need to take one, I would obviously have said no. But they kind of put it as like, uh, well, we'll mark, we can mark this off the list on your chart. You know, you'll never have to get it again. Um, yeah, Try peanut blew, butter you know, blew up in my face. No homo. <laughs> 
I had a couple things too you know where I mean? <laughs> you get to a certain age and you know they know your history and you've smoked for X number of years, so that makes you eligible for this test. And and so I took a, a body scan and I was like, ah. actually, it made me nervous because I'm like, oh my god, they're really yeah, looking lot. at my lungs and all that. And it turned out, you know, everything was fine. And then I think a couple of years went by and it's like, maybe uh, you should have another body scan. And I'm thinking, really? I Every couple of years, or I mean, why not, man? I, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna catch yeah. something, catch it early. There's no harm in it, but I'm just saying it just seemed like uh, most people would probably not have taken that test at all. But um, you know, I yeah, you do right. have to no, wonder I, about why a lot of times you're getting this test or that test. I mean, it just seems like there's a little fluff in there. And I would yeah, say, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I guess I'm a, I'm a sheep or whatever, but whatever they recommend, I'm like, yeah, sure, I, whatever. You know, you're the doctor. Um, well, that's that's. Well, I mean, really you, can read, you can read your labs. That's how I respond. But an AIDS test, what, I would really, my face would really scrunch up if somebody said I should take an AIDS yeah. test. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the retest is worse than the first test. Let me tell you, because I felt uh, I was I was pretty embarrassed. Hell yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Well, you had to wonder, too. Kind of AIDS in the cold dark. How he got AIDS, <laughs> I haven't a clue. Wasting away again because of AIDS and stuff. When, when you Were went you in, wondering when they delivered it? Like, did the guy look in the bag and see what I got? Yeah, that's when I when I got in there. I figured this girl, I pictured her being like, oh, God damn it. You know, <laughs> uh, being extra careful with the needle and stuff. Did you act? It, uh, it was just—it was a horrible. Experience. I've contracted AIDS. Did you act super macho in case it was positive, and that so no one would think you got it from a gay relationship that it was intravenous <laughs> drug use? No, no, I was. You know, that's good thinking, though, Mark. I should have. Uh, like, well, I've never taken another one. So like, like, I like, you know, pull out your phone, and go, check out the pussy on this. Show that you're totally heterosexual. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Think this chick might have given it to me? <laughs> hey, can these giant tubes give me AIDS? Oh, I forgot she was nude. Sorry. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I forgot I was inside her in the picture. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Oh, oh boy. Man. Well, Adam, I'm glad we get a lot of chuckles out of this. And but your original, yeah, you know, when I'm, I I'm glad. when I saw the email, I was like, wow, that that is trauma. That's serious stuff. But at least it <laughs> yeah. wasn't for long. And your poor wife too. And that was very sweet of her to say she might have given it to you. I know. It was wow. a very sweet thing to say. Yeah, you know, she, that's yeah. a keeper. Yeah, she was just trying to uh, take the blame, man. I, I get it. Although part of me would go, well, what do you mean you might have given it to me? How'd you get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. What are we talking about? Jesus. I'm out of town a lot with work. You know, so maybe, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Adam, I appreciate you sharing that with us and uh, making the call. And, God, we got to clear out a lot of drops we haven't played in a long time, too. So, Yeah, really hey, you're productive. welcome. You're welcome. All right, man. Uh, Have a great week. See you, Adam. Yeah, cool. Okay, you see you, Adam. See you guys. My father, AIDS. Later. My sister, AIDS. My uncle and my cousin and her best friend. AIDS, AIDS, The gays and the straights and the whites and the spades. We've got quilting to do. Oh my god. Oh boy. But that got a big laugh when they were writing that song. Whew. So we were talking about the SAG Awards, and I remembered that 
I wasn't looking at my clock, and I just realized we were late for Adam. It and he's, great. he's on kind of a busy schedule. Yeah, he's really good. Very Sorry good about spirit that. about it. Oh, he's got a man schedule? He only had windows we could fit him in? Pretty no, much, I, I yeah. had it written down here, and I just missed the clock. He myself. was a little more open than Maz in terms of schedule, but uh, he does have a work <laughs> schedule. So we were talking about the SAG Awards, and we had not yet played. Brendan Fraser is working so hard to get rid of the clap. The clap, yeah. And Speaking of STIs or STDs. I am not. The clap is just will not go away. I can't see him and not think of the clap. Yeah. It's just It's so weird. And the meme, how big a meme was that? Huge. Was it Massive. huge? Huge, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I just, just don't think I was on the internet much at that time. No, I mean, you'll still see it pop yeah, up as I do. A, in GIF form, you know, yeah. in, in the comment sections. You know, if someone's like, hey, I like your point, they'll just have Brendan Fraser going... <laughs> And now, and now all I think of is him getting his taint tickled by that weirdo from the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press. And it, sounds, it seems like he either has a really slow reaction speed. He froze. Or he kind of liked it. He froze. He didn't know what was going on. I probably should have left the trailer breadcrumbs. I think I would mean. I think I would have leaped in the air of something like that. That's just fucking weird. You think he leaned into it <laughs> like he crouched down? It sounded like it was going on for a while before he figured it out or before it bothered him. And the, the guy that did it, too, yeah. that's the weirdest. What the fuck? It's a power imbalance. He's in charge of the Hollywood Foreign Press. So he must have, in the course of his Hollywood Foreign Pressing, been led to believe that, uh, oh, yeah, man, uh, he loves it. He loves dudes. Brendan Fraser, man. I know, loves a finger in his ass. He's the one really that cool about it. Who pulled that joke on, Paul, on um, Brendan Fraser? Did someone tell this guy, like, hey, Brendan Fraser loves it when you tickle his taint. Just go up there and do it. He really likes a finger up his ass. Crazy, I don't know. It's weird. Strangers was it, too. Was it Pauly Shore? Pauly Shore was in a movie with Taint. <laughs> was he? Yeah, wasn't he in um not well, Encino Man? Encino Man, there oh, you go. And wait. then Brendan Frazier, he reprised his role as Link in Son in Law. The See, there you go. And and in the army. Now. I'm gonna work with uh, the idea that Pauly Shore told the head of the Hollywood Foreign Press that Brendan Frazier loves to have his taint tickled. Brandon, did you see the tweet I put out the other day? It was a it was the a tweet, it was a video of these guys. And they're beating the shit out of this one guy to the point that his pants actually slip down, and the guy behind him just shoves his finger in his ass. What? I'm not uh, kidding. Yeah, no, it was I a tweet that. of mine. I what? Saw that. Yeah, and it actually got some nice comments. I, I love how proud you are of that. Yeah, what tweet. made you think of that tweet? <laughs> what are we talking about? Because we're talking about Brendan Fraser getting his oh, taint tickled. Did, did you film it? Why are you so proud of this tweet? Well, I just thought it was a good retweet. I mean, it got some funny comments. <laughs> I want to see it now. I'm looking I'm for really it. Really fussy about. Uh, judgy about my uh, tweet selections. I definitely saw. <laughs> but when it, you saw that, you know, this needs a retweet. I just knew somebody would appreciate it because it's it's really weird. It's like, what? I mean, it's, it's odd that the guy's pants are falling down and then they fall down. It's like, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Although they were pretty aggressively wanting to take care of this guy. I can't find it. Oh, did it get scrubbed? Nah. Did it get pulled no, off? I don't think so. But Brandon, why don't we, oh, uh, Brandon, you want to look Brandon for just it? just searched finger butt. Fight. <laughs> I don't finger know. Finger butt fight. No, you did finger butt for, <laughs> oh, Oh, no, Christ. what have I done? There have been a few That guy needs an AIDS test. Wasn't there a soccer player that got a finger in the butt? Oh, God, I don't know. And Probably. There's a finger I would say maybe it was over the weekend. Hmm. Um, what was that little video you just went by? I don't know. You've been tweeting like a madman. 
the Radio Days podcast. Radio Days, Ryan Robinson for the Trudy interview. Trudy's not here to discuss that today. We'll have to table that till tomorrow. I'll keep looking, but in the meantime, do you want to hear Brendan Fraser? Yeah, let's listen to Brendan Fraser. Is he another very emotional speech? If you remember, he cried when he accepted the award for the 2023 Critics' Choice Award. So. Listen to how he thinks that if you do what he did, you too will you will find uh, you'll get to where you're trying to go. I uh, win treasure this, but never more than what I treasured that I used to keep in my wallet which was my SAG card that I earned in 1991. This is really impacting him. He really it thinks he's something else. feel like I belonged. We, we're actors. We all want to belong to a tribe. And that's when I found where I belonged. And if you told that guy back then that I'd be standing right here, right now, I would not have believed you. That Why award, are you that breathing award, so hard? That award means Wouldn't more believe than the, that I had a chance to work with a world-class filmmaker like Darren Aronofsky Who? And, and speak the words of an empathy fountain that is Samuel empathy the Hunter fountain. and incredible castmates <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Han Chow and, oh, yeah, one of the big and Sadie Sink and Ty Simpkins and Samantha Morton. And I um, never would have believed that I would have been offered the role of my life in this character, Charlie in the whale, he's someone who he's not me on him. A, a he's a different, different regrets, entity, but he's in a sea of hope, and and I, I've I've been at that sea and I've rode that wave lately, and it's been powerful and good. And well, I've he, also he, he, had to cry about it. Right down to the ocean floor and drag my face along there and wind up on some strange beach and in different world and wondering where am i now what? and i just want you to know for for real all the actors out there who have gone through that or who are going through that i well, know how you I, feel i don't know what you're talking about believe me if you just stay in there and you put one foot in front of the other you'll get to where you need to go have courage without the love of my children Griffin and Holden and Leland and their supermom Afton and my badass agent Joanne Colonna and the clarion call that is my girl Jeannie. I wouldn't be able to do any of this. Thank you so very much. Man up. Stop crying. Man, is he moved by his work. Greatness. Wow, is he moved by his work. I liked him better in uh, in Encino Man. I like when he described his character and then suggested that he relates to his character, that person that was his character, that other guy. Because he wants to squeeze the juice. His character was so strong, it exists outside of him. Oh, I thought he just liked eating. Um, I found it. (laughs) There it is. That's it. That's it. You're not going to believe this. With the caption, finger in the ass might be the most outrageous thing I've ever seen in a fight. I agree. (laughs) What's coming on? There it is. Why is it not playing? Weak fight. Why is it playing? You know, it's funny. The guy that stuck his finger in his pants and his butt is the one that pulled down his pants. Is there something wrong with the player? He pantsed him. Yeah, I don't know. It's like played fine on my phone. Oof. Yeah, that dude. uh, And that guy did not like it either. No. Oh, he took off. He went inside. Moved. 
It was like uh, it was like taking a hammer to the knee. His butt just moved forward really fast. It's nice to know there's like another. He was, he was uh, thrusting. <laughs> it's nice to know there's another deep answer in the world. I mean, that guy literally deep pantsed him to stick his finger in there. Rick's. Rick, to his credit, <laughs> never stuck his finger in anyone's butt. It looked like he knew exactly how to do it, too. It looks like he'd done it before. <laughs> Should we call Rick and get commentary on it? I'll fight him. <laughs> well, Rick didn't do that. I know. He he held back. What the hell's wrong with Fuckin the player? Wacko. The fuck? The fuck? I don't know, Drew. It's, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I, I swear, it never plays like that on my phone because I watched it like three times. <laughs> I was shocked. And the girl kicks his ass right after he... I know. Cheap shot. <laughs> Cheap shot by that lady. That was a good, pretty good kick, too. Like, look at the very beginning of it. That guy that puts his finger in his butthole, like, he's got a big smile on his face. He knows what he's doing. He's so smart. He knows what he's planning. <laughs> what an evil person he is. <laughs> he probably What's on his shirt? What's that logo on his shirt? Who's he representing? Oh, I it says, I, I love I, something. I heart something. Probably butt fingering. Let me look at it on my phone. Why did he smell it afterwards, too? Gross. Oh, God. Get your freaking finger out of my asshole, Oh, if Rihanna, if Rihanna was in that fight, she would have smelled his finger. You finger in my ass! It's like that guy's not even part of the group. He just walked up and saw this happening and thought it was his... <laughs> hey. he's, he's opportunistic. <laughs> I give him credit for being opportunistic. It's like, hey, I can pull that guy's pants down and stick my finger in his butthole. Close. What the fuck? <laughs> It's so bizarre. Yeah, you know, foreigners. <laughs> oh, my God. What? I really want to catch that logo on his shirt. I think that's quite a plug. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Now, also at the SAG Awards, um, I have to admit, if there wasn't this story to talk about, <laughs> and if there wasn't Brendan Fraser's speech, I would almost pass on the topic completely. But <laughs> people are really pissed, and social media was agog, and... Social media isn't agog very often. I mean, there's no other way to describe it than agog over the fact that Mark Wahlberg presented the award to the predominantly Asian cast of Everything, Everywhere, All at Once oh, for the Best right. Ensemble. Yeah. And I, I know he, where this is going already. He assaulted, brutally assaulted, two Vietnamese American men when he was uh, 17 he blinded, beat one guy so bad, he blinded him in one eye, and the other guy he almost killed. And somehow, he served 45 days in jail, that's all, for attempted murder, which might have been plead down or something, but he's charged with attempted murder. And I think the claim was that he was on PCP at the time, yeah, but saying. he had some other issues where he was busted throwing rocks at a bunch of black kids, and then the next day, I guess he brought some recruits like, hey, want to go throw rocks at black kids? Mm -hmm. So three guys were doing it, and that was a, that became a civil case, which he was charged in, or he was, um, I believe, successfully... He was charged with attempted murder, murder, pled guilty to felonious assault, sentenced to two years in jail, served 45 days of the sentence. As far as throwing the rocks at the children, though, wasn't there a civil case of some kind? Yeah, civil action was filed against settled. him for violating civil rights of his victims. case was settled the next month. And then it was settled, though. two years after the, you know, almost killing this guy, I think it was in 1990, he fractured a black guy's jaw in a fight. So, I guess it's not, like he considered... tweeted, it's not like he tweeted about it. I, in other words, a lot of people are very aware of 
Mark Wahlberg's history of violence, sure. which mm-hmm. seems to be against people that don't look like him, people who are either uh, African-American or these two Vietnamese American guys. Just mind your business, please. Now, now the oh. interesting thing, so, so I'm guessing you said Twitter was all pissed off because he gave an award. Yeah, how could they have Mark Wahlberg, to, to of all age. people, give the award? Well, first off, does he know that that award's going to? And secondly, I, I think, think he, I think he knows what category he's doing. You know, yeah, what he did was horrific, but he also met with the guy and talked to the guy, and the guy issued a public statement forgiving him. Does that not carry any weight? I think it carries a little bit. I think um, it carries a lot. Well, you know, it's been over thirty years. Yeah, it's a long time ago. It took him a while, and he, but he, he's trying to make amends from something stupid when he was a kid. Yeah. Um, now he somewhere in the story, I thought it said that you know Wahlberg was quoted saying something like, "I was 16, I was on PCP." Well, actually, he was almost 18. He was two months shy of 18. Sure. And the the case after that, he was 20 years old when he fractured the guy's jaw. So I, I don't. I, I just think, okay, why is it okay for him to make billion dollar movies and get paid, you know? A ton of money to be a huge star in Hollywood if he and he can't give away an award to someone? That's stupid. It's just not sexy. I mean, it seems to me you'd be punishing him a lot more by not hiring him to do movies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think this award is really that big a deal or Mark Wahlberg singing, oh man, wouldn't that be great if I could give an award to this mostly Asian cast after I fucking almost killed this Vietnamese guy <laughs> 40 years I, ago? I don't think that's what was happening at all. No. And the fact that it was the person was Vietnamese, so that connects to anyone Asian as being... Uh, I mean, he sounded like he was a pretty crazed yeah. well, guy at the time. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he could have been in that. He hung around with that funky bunch. That's right. <laughs> he could have been an NKOTB, but he was he was so messed up, he turned down a chance to be an NKOTB. So that gives you an idea how fucked up he was. I think the most fucked up thing is a good movie. He had, a, he had a number one record, right? I mean, that's nuts. Not too long after that. No. I just mean the fact that Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Had a number one record. That's not a bad record either. Uh, yeah, I suppose. What was, good, the name of the, what was that song? A good Vibrations. <laughs> a, I thought it was a pretty good song. I mean, I'm I'm not a big CHR fan. Do you think it? Do uh, you think it um, dated, aged well? Well, yeah. anything produced around that time yeah, has had can have issues. <laughs> Everybody's going to be horrified how many of these lyrics they remember, too. I don't know. I think somebody did a good job. I don't know if he did. She looks like kind of an asshole in the video. Wait, wait, what's Mark Wahlberg doing in this song? He hasn't done anything yet, but flexes muscles. <laughs> he's, getting to, he's getting ready to spit some rhymes. Seems to me he's appropriating from people of other cultures as well. He's taking credit. Yeah, 
pumping iron in this mu- in this music video hey, too. Did, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard my post show jam yesterday. I was cranking Love Roller Coaster. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I heard that. Um, I didn't know which version it that was. That is a badass song. Ohio Players yeah, Love the, Roller the Coaster. One, yeah. oh, okay. Did you know there was a rumor that someone was murdered during the recording of Love Roller Coaster Child? It's a rumor that has absolutely no substance. I did not this is a know jam. that. No. Crank this, Brandon. Love Roller Coaster Child. <laughs> what made you think of this? The fact that. Say um, what? That Mark Wahlberg scene in that one movie when he fingered uh, that chick on the roller coaster? <laughs> what was that movie? What was, I was oh. just listening to that funky song. What was that movie? Man. Live roller coaster child. Fear. Fear. Say what? And it was Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> he digitized her on a love roller coaster. Say what? Coaster. Who is that dude, man? He makes a song. Did you guys hear there was someone murdered during the recording of the song? Supposedly in the next studio. Yeah, totally. I mean, you can hear it on here, right? It's in there somewhere. There's a scream or something. Somebody cover this. Red Hot Chili Peppers for Beavis and Butthead movie. That's right. Did they? Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool version. Is it good? I'm looking for it now. Yeah, I remember. It's on the Beavis and Butthead Experience CD, isn't it, Brandon? Sure. I just remember it was a really good scene. Coaster Child. for one month. This is the Dave Navarro years. Oh, is it? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they sure. Aeroplane years? Yep. Don't seem very happy with that period. I don't think they play anything from that period live. They don't play my friends. I don't think so. I was just getting into no, some... setlist FM. It. 
don't know why I was digging some 70s funk last night. This is in Ohio Players, the average white band. Pick up the pieces. Barry White, Brothers Johnson, Barry. Parliament. Barry White. Parliament! Oh, I love Parliament. Oh, love Flashlight. <laughs> yeah, my roommate across the hall was a big Parliament fan. I had not ever heard of Parliament when I got to college, but... We had the basketball players on our floor, so I heard a lot of Parliament. There's no better background music than Parliament Funkadelic. Like if you're just working. Although you know the problem with Parliament now and Funkadelic is that when I hear it, I just hear every Dr. Dre song from the early 90s because I swear he used every He sampled every single one of their songs. Did you hear Good Morning America this morning came in with Barry White to open the show? CBS this morning, wasn't it? Oh, was it CBS? Yeah, because, well, now, see, now I'm, I can't remember who was who, but I remember it was either Gail then or Robin who's like, you know it's going to be a good day when you start with some Barry it was White. Gale. Was it Gale? I thought it was yeah, Gail. Yeah. Hi, this is Barry White. Please join me on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 8th, 9th, and 10th for the first, for the first thing oh man i like barry's music I'm i, I do spot tony oh, oh. hi this is barry white <laughs> <laughs> hi this is barry white and paul quinn college cordially invites you to a weekend in texas on friday saturday and that sunday pipes on may 8th guy. 9th and 10th as the nobody but you let's take it after the 8th 9th and 10th okay you're the Do first, you're the last, my everything. Hi, this is Barry White. Great song. And Paul Quinn College cordially invites you to a beautiful weekend in Waco, Texas on Friday. Come on, Barry. This asshole f- these words up, man. I mean, he got words. <laughs> <that> <laughs> <don't> <laughs> me. Hi, this is Barry White. And Paul Quinn College cordially invites you to Get a rain. beautiful weekend in Waco, Texas. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And a championship sem- semi finals on oh, fish. Man, I'm gonna lay cut this shit off. All right, <laughs> this, I'm gonna take it up to uh, Concert Love Unlimited Orchestra. That's where I'm gonna stop. Oh, yeah, at. the Love Unlimited Orchestra. Hi, this is Barry White and Paul Quinn College in Court Cordially. It cordially invites your ass to come on down. <laughs> Hi, this is Barry White and Paul Quinn College cordially invites you to a beautiful weekend on Friday, Saturday. Ain't this a bitch? I love that part in there where he's like, hi, this is Barry White. Shit. <laughs> Which I just wish he introduced himself that way every single time. What a name. The Love Unlimited Orchestra. And man, the ladies loved Barry. They loved Big Barry White. He was they had a real string of hits in the 70s and then poof, just disappeared. And then for some reason all of a sudden nostalgia is weird. You don't always know when it's going to hit. Mm-hmm. But when it hit with Barry White, all of a sudden people went, "Oh my god, the guy's voice. He should be doing voiceovers." And he was on Burger King spots and I mean his voice was everywhere. I think the music came back. I mean, that that music is Timeless. Same happened with Isaac Hayes too. Well, South Park. That's right. Brought him back too. But yeah, 
That uh, poor, poor Lou Rawls was left behind. I don't ever remember any nostalgia for Lou no, Rawls. Really. Have you ever heard of the Emancipation Proclamation? I swear, when I was in seventh grade, the term Lou Rawls meant somebody was mentally retarded. <laughs> Lou Rawls? Like someone going me. He's calling Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls. You know what? I think I got to play the Ted Williams clip of the day because I think you just said a name that I haven't heard in a long time, except for when I pulled it from what? Ted Williams really? clip of the day. Ted Williams with you. Oh, I love my theme song. My favorite song uh, uh, is, um, well, one of my my many favorite (laughs) songs is uh, Freddie Jackson and Rock Me Tonight. Uh, Oh, I want to rock you. (laughs) Y'all know Rock Me Tonight. Me tonight. Oh, he has the right to play it. Old time's sake. Yeah, I got the production staff over here singing. I wanna rock you. <laughs> yeah. But you know what else I like on a fast tip? I love me some Bobby Brown. Every little step I take. Yeah, he's so high. He is flying, man. The only record I like by New Edition, outside of their newer stuff, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, like uh, their Homecoming album. With Johnny Gill. Uh, the only record that I really is this the end. I love that song. Bro. That was my, I'd be like almost crying. I love that you know, song. When, when, L.A. Unfortunately, no, it's a logical conclusion point. I, I have no, no question about that. <laughs> I clicked the wrong one because eventually in the coming uh, days, we'll find a Ted Williams clip of the day that does feature Lou Rawls. Oh, really? Yeah, so sorry. I hit the wrong one. All right, Ghost Budsters, our newest sponsor, Ghost Budsters Small Batch Craft Cannabis. Ghost Budsters is Michigan caregiver owned and operated by owners that actually work the garden and manage the operation to ensure quality. That's why (laughs) Ghost Budsters has won six Cannabis Cup awards. And that's uh, Ted after enjoying some Ghost Budsters, (laughs) high-quality Ghost Budsters. Uh, Hand-trimmed by actual growers that care and are very passionate about their trade. And shipped in... From another country in giant truckloads. No, they work this on Michigan soil and they work it hard. And again, the six cannabis cups and fine Ghostbusters at your favorite dispensaries like uh, the Remedy Room in Bay City or Mind Right in New Baltimore, Puff in Utica, Green Genie in Detroit, Dispo in Romeo, Joyology in Westland, and all Vibe locations. Lady Jane's has a suite for the 2023 football season. If you can just get to Lady Jane's, you can sign up and be entered for an award-winning haircut experience. And you, again, will automatically qualify for your chance to live the sweet life with the Lions in 2023. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men walk in anytime, seven days a week. It's wicked awesome at Lady Jane's. And, oh, yes. Public adjusters of Michigan. Well, this is a good time to mention them because we've had some weird weather and surely some people may have had some branches drop because of the ice, and that's a great time to call if you got some damage. Um, you know, not if it's something obviously within your deductible, but anything significant, it's worth calling. They'll be happy to tell you that, you know, they can or they cannot, or it wouldn't make sense to work your particular thing. But if you've got some definite significant damage, absolutely, because they'll get you more money. They handle the entire claims process so you don't have to. And they know what to say. They know how to talk to these people, the insurance people, and get people out to look and get you something fair, reasonable, that covers all of your issues. 
when you need help. So Pam gets you more money. They do all the work. Why not? CallPamFirst.com. That's CallPamFirst.com. Or click the Pam logo on our website. So today, uh, there was, uh, oh boy, a lot of uh, spinning and buzzing over the announcement yesterday in the Wall Street Journal, picked it up first, that that the COVID-19 virus, now they're not saying it's 100%, but they believe that it came out of a lab. It was a lab leak. China! And the reason that this is so fascinating to me is because you couldn't even say this. You could not tweet it. Uh, And when Trump said it, they said, and Donald Trump repeated the lie that uh, COVID was leaked from a lab in in China. And I just never understood why is it so important that that he not say this or that no one be allowed to say this. In fact, uh, Brandon, we used to play that we had a clip because it's been a while now since people have been saying, you know, yeah, it really may have come from the lab. We don't know for sure, but we think it's very that, possible. That, that, that is what's weird about it is that you have the Department of Energy, who probably is the best to look at this. Well, that's what they said. They said they have the labs they that said are the best for making this yeah, type of analysis. They say with low uh, believability or whatever, where the FBI says uh, medium level, and then you have four other agencies that say, no, we still believe it's the other uh, um, natural thing. And I problem is nobody fucking knows right well, now. Well, it's interesting though that when they're but everyone's reporting, taking victory laps about it. When they're reporting on the um, on the fact that the energy department did and it they are that is a big deal. Accor- allegedly sure. the best equipped to determine where it come from. Every report I saw today said, "Ah, but there's disagreement other people whereas never in the past it was always, "It's not a lab leak. You can't say it. You're a liar if you say it." And uh, we couldn't find the clip of there was a, I, I know Brandon played it before, of, it was a clip of multiple reporters saying Donald Trump repeated the lie. Lie. Not is wrong or is offers believed to be wrong. They called it a lie. It was so fucking important. But you did find something. Well, this was shortly after the press conference when Donald Trump pretty much at least discussed the possibility of it being from a a leak in the lab, and then everybody kind of piled in on him. What gives you a high degree of confidence that this originated from the Wuhan Institute of Virology? I can't tell you that. I'm not allowed to tell you that. But you know the worst of all, whether it came from the lab or came from the bats, or came, it all came from China. Because we don't know where the novel coronavirus came from yet, the conspiracy theories fill the void. This week, Donald Trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum, despite his own intelligence community's findings that that is simply not true. And there is simply no reason to believe that that is the case. There is no empirical evidence to verify that. Conspiracy theories on the internet uh, just said it may have come out of a lab by by mistake. It's this question about the Wuhan lab. We know that it's been debunked. Coming up with a conspiracy theory to try and foment xenophobia with respect to um, the Chinese has just as much factual support as taking Clorox. We don't need to invoke conspiracy theories. This is just another example of of the president trying to change the narrative from his own failings. This theory that the virus was accidentally released from a lab in Wuhan 
That's his new angle to feed the wing nuts. Tomorrow, he'll blame the Spanish flu on Antonio Banderas. Health officials believe COVID-19 originated in animals sold in a so-called wet market in China. It's quite clear in this case that it came across through animals. And you heard a whole bunch of people there from Bill Gates to Kimmel to Tapper to Scarborough. to Why are these people so angry when anyone even said it? You remember how now pe- they finally have to acknowledge that, well, you know, the, the best source we have says it did come from a lab. But these people say it didn't. These people. Why is this so fucking important? I, I'm really not understanding. I was this. really surprised when Jon Stewart got all that shit. He went on. Stephen Colbert's show, and he pretty much said what a lot of people were saying about the coincidence of the Wuhan lab being right there. Colbert was pissed at him, though. He was. He was just like, there's no proof. Uh, Give me evidence. Give me evidence. And then afterwards, there was a whole bunch of uh, articles and headlines that were, you know, Jon Stewart has fallen down the conspiracy theory. The thing is, there's no proof to either angle. That's the thing. Okay, that's fine. But why were people so adamant that you could not say it came from well, a lab? I, I, well, you can say honestly, anything supposedly in this country. Honestly, I believe probably because Facebook and Twitter, uh, you know, blocked a lot of people saying that it was coming from there. And then you had the president calling it the Wuhan flu or the China virus. That and doesn't it was a, mean it didn't and it, come from a lab. And it, and it, and it was a complete overreaction by them to block them. So people just dig into it. No, it's you're, you're right. They it's don't open, know. No but one they, knows. They I know. Act so certain that this is crazy talk. You know, conspiracy. And you know, the only yeah. thing I could gather today, and, and all the people I watched, was that um, people were concerned about xenophobia. So we're going to yeah. lie and tell people what's not true and insist on it to avoid xenophobia. And meanwhile. What? Why? Why would we do that? If it's true, it's worse if you find out that you can't trust anyone. I mean, when people find out that it's that it's not a lie or that it is a lie, um, how are they supposed to trust anything? China. What, what do you mean? I, I guess I'm lost there. If people I mean. insist in the media, the media insisted it, and listen to what they said when you know it was suggested otherwise. Oh my God! Next they'll be saying it's Antonio Bandera or whatever. Well, that's just, yeah. That's, what the I'm, fuck? I'm more, I'm more appalled at what a lame joke that was. But what happens when people do find out, as they are finding out now, that oh, it may very well be that it's from a laboratory? What are you supposed to think of a media that you depend on to tell you the truth, to some degree? I mean, the fact that you couldn't even say it, they called you a liar, a liar or a conspiracy theorist. Couldn't they just say that? Stop listening to talking heads, I guess. Like Rachel Maddow and Jimmy Kimmel. Well, it wasn't just Rachel Maddow and Jimmy Kimmel. It was. I'm just picking the two that you just played. Well, I also played Tapper and Kimmel. Okay, well, all of them then. Joanne Reed, Joe Scarborough. I mean,. I mean, it was the same same conversation about Fox News the other day and the uh, Dominion voting systems, which, yeah, Dominion systems, I got to tell you, I kind of hope they win. Um, I'm sure there's more to come in this case, but I don't understand. And to call someone a liar, say the president is lying. The president well, I, is lying. I will say the, the clip you played there of Trump is he said he believes. I mean, he's not even saying that he knows. I don't think or he that- did say he knows, but... He was suggesting that it could very well be a leak. And every time, he's lying again. He's lying again. Um, I mean, how many other things are going to be found to be that situation where people are just simply blocking? Is that the reason? Because Trump thought it might be. Is that why? So people just said, oh, no, it can't be or he's lying. Probably. Well, look who said it. Everybody Brandon just named is MSNBC people and Jake Tapper. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think it was well, that I'm sure they're low. just talking to their and audience. You know what? When it came to Hunter Biden's laptop, there were a lot of people, too. I mean, reporters on networks who were saying the same thing. In fact, I remember Hallie Jackson, how dismissive she was. Like, oh, it's a New York tabloid. They didn't know. Oh, I, what, I, what I find interesting is now some people choose to believe the FBI and the Department of Energy because everybody's just going to believe whatever fits their own narrative. Well, the fact is, though, that it's certainly possible that it's either one and to say that one can't was, be true and you can't even say it there were, there you were, can't even say it there were some people saying that it was put out there by china on purpose which never really made much sense because why would they kill off a big I didn't, portion honestly, of their population i never heard that much i heard no, lab leak was sure. typically what people would say that would get shot down as you're a liar or you're a lunatic well, it seems to me the lunatics are the people saying that you were lunatics for saying yeah, that. Because no one knew for certain. Then why were they so sure about saying it wasn't a lab leak? That's what I can't understand. Why were they so sure? They weren't. They were talking out of their ass. And, um, you know, I haven't seen anybody saying, oh, sorry about that. God, that was a pretty strong reaction on my part. I don't know why I called him a liar or why I was so insistent because, geez, we don't really know. Uh, it's just strange, but it does, you know, it it seems a lot like the Dominion Systems, a lot like the Hunter Biden laptop, that somebody just decides that that's the way it is. And I think sometimes, you know, social media is just used as, it's almost an excuse because, sure. ah, they said it. And by the way, 50, was it 50 former intelligence people? Yeah, said it had all the ear, oh, you're talking about Hunter Biden? Yeah. Said that it had all the earmarks. Who are those Russian people? Did they really, did they really vet all those people and interview them and find out why they were, what were the earmarks? Yeah, they just, just wanted to believe just it. just people that you trusted, so you trust them, I guess. Well, they were wrong. I mean, anybody can gather in a group. But now the intelligence. Megyn Kelly's high school class did it. <laughs> That's my favorite. A hundred people from... Megyn Kelly's high school class said they knew about blackface. What? I don't even know. How did they gather 100 people from her high school class so quickly? Uh, and I don't know about you. I didn't really know what blackface was in high school. I, I don't know what school that was that spent so much time on blackface. Um, but I don't even remember the topic. We talked about a lot of things, about civil rights and Martin Luther King and slavery and all of the historical things but i just don't think that topic was a it just wasn't i don't know because i don't think people wore blackface a lot uh anyway that was uh it was quite a bit of drama on twitter last night as um people were still getting mad like john stossel had a tweet Mm. About, oh, what do you know? Because John Stossel, he kind of feels the same way I do. Why is everyone insisting that you couldn't even say this or that it wasn't even plausible? And, oh, what do you know? The Energy Department says, and he had, you know, a much longer description of what happened yesterday and the fact that the Wall Street Journal printed it. He's a pretty, pretty good, good follow on Twitter. John's great. He I does, still think he's great. I always love John Stossel. He does so many uh, videos. He's, he's almost a little bit day. out there on some things. Yeah, I remember when that wrestler slapped him. That was pretty funny. That was back in the eighties. What do you mean he's out there? Oh, he's been he's been criticized for his coverage of things, uh, particularly particularly anti science type stuff. Well, I think he cuts through a lot of bullshit. On a well, lot of he things. said there's. I think one of the things I remember him saying is that there's no evidence that secondhand smoke is damaging. I, I've never heard him say that, but I'm, you know, if you're saying he did, um, 
He, I think he's. I'm not saying I don't, I don't not like him or anything. He's fine, but he's debunked a lot of things that are very real, uh, and I, I don't. You know, I generally find him to be a pretty trusted source and not somebody. Uh, I'm surprised you would say that because usually John Stossel doesn't just talk out of his ass. John Stossel usually is very good at backing it up with um, very good information. He's been accused of uh, selective uh, inf- information, though. I think he's been sued a couple of times, hasn't he? Uh, isn't, that, isn't that why he's gone from ABC in 2020? Or am I totally misremembering? Is this Mandela effect? I don't know, honestly. John Stossel's not a kid. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's entertaining. an older guy. He's always, he's always been entertaining. John Stossel. Lawsuits. He's 75 now. Facebook wins dismissal of John Stossel's lawsuit over his California wildfire video. Judge dismisses John, John Stossel's defamation case against Facebook over fact-checking. Uh, John Stossel loses his pathetic slap suit against Facebook. That's quite a headline. Uh, pathetic in quotes. It looks to me like he has sued a couple times. Facebook oh, defeats John Stossel's defamation lawsuit. John Stossel versus Meta Platforms. Uh, Facebook didn't defame John Stossel by putting partly false labels on his videos. This is the best controversy he was ever involved in. And fake violence in the wrestling ring led to this real-life brutality. I think it's this this guy hit him. Oh, yeah, he totally hit him. Lost hearing. Is that fake? Huh? What the hell's wrong with you? That's open-hand slap, huh? You think it's fake? Oh, my God. What do you mean? Fake. Yeah, I... (laughs) I don't know why that's what's so wrong about suing over that. I don't know what he did. What I'll tell you what he did. No, he should. Uh, John Stossel. I I don't know why he chose. I wasn't expecting the conversation to go this way, but John Stossel was trying to quote unquote prove that wrestling was fake. Yeah. And I mean, I think John's made. How silly is that? He's made much better choices than wrestling. (laughs) That was in the mid '80s when everybody was asking. In fact, Eli Zara once told me, like sometime in the mid to late '80s. Hulk Hogan came in, and he asked them the same question, but Hogan was cool about it. He didn't slap the shit out of him. I don't know why it's necessary to ask about that or roller <laughs> derby or a lot of these things. but Because it makes for good TV. It, it wasn't his finest That's moment. Right, but pizza, he was, and satisfy all the Hulkamaniacs. I'm going to get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. No homo. He was most definitely assaulted, though. I will definitely agree sure. with that. And, you know, I don't know if he's... I don't think John Stossel's perfect. I just think he's done some fantastic reporting. And he is... He has been a voice in these times that I've enjoyed because just like this lab leak, what the fuck? I mean, there have to be people that have the balls to say something because a lot of people just go, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to back off and talk quietly to mom- amongst my friends that I trust. So, uh, I think I am following him now, but I wasn't following him. I'm, and I'm trying to remember where I saw him recently. Do, were we talking about something Stossel did you, you just s- recently? Well, you sent me a couple of his videos recently. That's why I started following him. But he has videos every day, and they're, they're, they're really good. Do you remember what I sent you? Because I think they were pretty good. I just went down a little John Stossel rabbit hole. I was like, John Stossel? I have, have not seen John Stossel around, but... What's he doing now? I think he does his own Stossel TV. Yeah, he he's got a pretty good online presence. No, he's got it. He's getting great retweets there. Uh, John Stossel fired from 2020. Yeah, why why was he blown out there? I don't know. I'm just 
just want to know what to Google. Or did he leave on his own accord? Fired from... And I have no problem with him. 20, I'm just saying. I 20. Well, you just suggested he's less than uh, oh, if trustable. You find him, if you find him entertaining, you find him entertaining. No, I think his information's good. John Stossel departs ABC News for Fox. 2009, John Stossel, co-host of the weekly ABC News program, 2020, will leave the network, take a position at Fox News. Uh, his name co-anchor in 2003, joined the hour-long program in 1991, began reporting and producing one-hour primetime specials in 1994. I mean, he's at ABC for a long, for a long time, time, so he must have been doing something right. Yeah, didn't he have his, uh, what was his, what was his hook line? Um, didn't he have a special on there? Yeah, he he did a lot of stuff. I mean, he did oh, some... Give, give me a break. That was what it was. Yeah, that wasn't my favorite. Won 19 Emmy Awards, been honored five times for excellence in consumer reporting. I mean, give me a break. Um, well, give yeah, me a I break was good. It was about government regulations and pop culture censorship and unfounded fear. Yeah, that, uh, I don't know. I just didn't think he had that checkered a past as you're describing. He had a special that was delayed by ABC. He was very angry about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons he left. He was angry about something that. They couldn't get cleared at ABC, but I mean, they describe him as being a great employee. Well, I like his videos. Yeah, I I think he's really good, but I mean, maybe he's not for everybody. Anyway, um, Alex Murdoch. I don't know if they finished today. His brother was. I was watching his brother a long time on the stand today. Brother sounds exactly like him. Did you watch any of them? I didn't see his brother. I saw I saw a lot today, though. He, he um, made he made Alex cry. Oh, he was bawling all day today. You know, that's that's the damn problem. I'm telling with you, I would not be surprised if he's acquitted, or at least it's a hung jury. I, I uh, really just, I, you never know who's on that jury, and you see this guy cry, and then when he's on the stand peddling his bullshit, I wouldn't be surprised if someone up there believes him. He spent so much time on the stand talking about his lies uh, to mm -hmm. Maggie, to Papa, mm -hmm. to the police, to the police investigators, uh, to his law firm, to some of his best Papa friends. Mags. It was an endless barrage of lies. I don't Papa. know how I could possibly help him. But, um, he, oh, by the way, Friday when he left the courtroom, he's charged with a misdemeanor because yeah, yeah. He, was, uh, he requested a book from someone to read in jail. And they brought him the book and there was contraband in the book. Yep. So, I mean, there's another lie. What kind of contraband was it? They didn't say. Yeah. Did, they, did you hear, Brandon? I did not see the specifics of the contraband, no. I just wondered if it was drugs. Yeah, I think it was. Contraband, isn't that, I mean. I Presumably is drugs, right? I would think so. So, hey, 538 be, days clean. Um, hmm. What about that? I guess it could be, what, chewing tobacco yeah, or something? Yeah, it could be like anything, yeah. really. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I don't know. They didn't, again, they didn't have. say, and I, I have a feeling because of the trial, they might try to keep that tamp down to not affect the case. But, uh, yeah, there was a real mystery this morning. No one seemed to know anything. So the, anyway, it was revealed today, uh, they were talking about it in the morning, about how the, some of the jurors were crying when he was on the stand. Oh, there you go. There, there you go, man. I'm telling you. Which... Which the observer said, you know, does not mean anything necessarily. I mean, there was a lot to cry about. And then today, it, I, I got the feeling, well, are they just having witnesses to make Alex Murdoch cry? Is that what the point is? <laughs> because Probably. the crime scene expert 
they brought on was talking about Pawpaw's brain laying around the crime scene in pieces. Oh, gross. Though his face was intact. And of course, this created Paul, another... Paul. His brother was talking about that, too. Yeah. This created another cry-portunity for Alex, who was fake-balling. That, that's when he was crying, yeah. Uh, which was interesting, because he, he blew Pawpaw's brains out of his head, and he didn't cry then, So, but he cries when somebody else talks about it. Kind of interesting. Then um, there was more talk about Paul's brain and how it got blown out of his head, and they had another great chance for another cry opportunity for Alex. And I didn't even know what the point of this witness was. I guess it was describing the way his brain was blown out of his head, which the, uh, the coroner, the, the pathologist, disagreed with the state's pathologist. He felt his brain was blown out through his neck. I've been up to it now. It's bad. Um. There's a what shot was to the, the back angle right of, the shot? of Pawpaw's head, through his skull, out his neck, landed on his arm. And then family and Alex were warned that they could leave the courtroom if they wanted to, but obviously they preferred that they stayed and cry. And then, uh, then they got into how Maggie was shot, leaning forward from the first shot, and then the second shot blew her earlobe off and killed her. So that was another cry opportunity, which was taken. Then they were trying to suggest there were two shooters, and, I, you know, if I were prosecution, I'd say, well, yeah, there might be two shooters. It'd be Alex and somebody else. <laughs> yeah, apparently his brother now. Yeah, if there are two shooters, it's Alex and whoever he brought, his so bro- just ask bro- him. And I say his brother because his brother helped him clean up the scene. Uh, and then was talking about picking up brain. And brain matter and tissue. You can hire that out. There are people that do that professionally. He didn't have to do that. And, you know, I don't know if they got into this in trial because this was discussed a couple weeks ago, and I was absolutely blown away by it that Maggie's sister, and I don't know if they ever called Maggie's sister, but Maggie's sister had said that when this happened, you know, naturally Maggie's sister and Maggie's uh parents uh, I, th- I believe are alive and a number of the relatives of course they were terrified and you know god we've got to, who the fuck would do this and when will they catch them and what progress has been made Pop on Max. and she said that all alex was saying and this to me is so off that it just feels weird and suspicious that all he talked about was clearing paul's name what? There was no, there was nothing to clear him. He was driving. He was driving the boat when the girl yeah. was killed. Yeah, it wasn't. Charged. He was driving. Was what he do you charged? Mean clear his name. Was he charged with anything? Yes, no. he was charged. But you know, they of course That's gave him a million breaks, and he took his his mugshot with his regular clothes on in a hallway outside the courtroom, and got all these special favors. But wh- why would seeing your wife and son shot to death? Why would that? Clear, I gotta clear Paul's name. I mean, that's a lie. That's another lie. Because you can't clear his name because he did it. I like the strategy of just lying a ton. <laughs> so you don't know what's true. And <laughs> what's a lie. We'll see how it works. His brother did say that the real killers are still out there taking a page from OJ, which is nice. <laughs> so maybe Alex can go find the real murders. And they got on the murderers. I, I knew they'd bring it up at some point. You know, why would one shooter bring two long rifles? Well, yeah, so Alex should make people think that two people did it. Sure. Two people that aren't him. So, like, how could, move. how could he be one of the two people? I mean, what? Why couldn't he be one of the two people? I, mean, I, don't th- I didn't, didn't really think it made that much difference because I just think he did it. Yeah. If he brought someone, he brought someone. I doubt it, though. I think he brought two rifles to make it look weird, which would be just another good Alex pile of bullshit. But 
All the jury has to do, and the jury was supposed to have a field trip to the kennels possibly, the jury should just stay focused on one thing. You hear Alex's voice on Pawpaw's call. Yep. You hear him in the background. He admitted it's him because he yep. had no choice. Now, that he yep. said he wasn't there. It wasn't right. him. He wasn't within a 1,000 feet of there ever that day. So it couldn't be him on the phone call. But then after, I don't know, what, six or seven witnesses said, oh, yeah, that's Alex. So when they asked him, he said, yeah, that's me. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I didn't want to admit I was being down there. I thought I was a suspect. I was taking opioids. I was fucked up. I was paranoid, blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, so it's him. He admits it. No ifs, ands, or buts. It is him. At 8.44.55, almost quarter to nine. At 8.49, Paul and Maggie's phones lock. In other words, they stop using their phones. So they believe they were shot and killed sometime right around there. And the feeling is that Alex Murdaugh did not know that that phone call was going on. Yeah. So he has no idea. He thinks he's in the clear. He's getting ready to, working up the gumption to do this. And sometime around probably 8.50, 8.52, he shoots them both and kills them because their phones are, are in the process of freezing or very close to. He says Allegedly. that he was dozing on the couch at this time, mm-hmm. but that's not really possible because uh, Alex's phone which is silent from 8.09 to 9.02. And again, this is an hour where his phone is frozen. He doesn't do anything, which is quite unusual for Alex Murdaugh's phone. He's usually on his phone doing something. Um, I mean, not just absolutely silent. So there's something weird about that, probably that he didn't want anyone to know he was at the kennels. That's what I think. Makes a lot of sense. Then at 9.02, all of a sudden, he's back at his phone and he's recorded taking 283 steps, including the 30 or 35 steps it takes to get to his car because he's about to take off mm-hmm. at 9.06. But among those 283 steps, what they think is going on is he is blowing in calls to Maggie, who he knows is dead. Yep. Just to, yeah, I was trying to get all of Maggie, I'm checking in, you know, I really this care about her. And then they believe that that's when he changed his clothes. And cleaned up, and maybe he rolled up the, the guns in that tarp, that blue tarp, etc. Did whatever he had to do to sort of get the fuck out of there and, and you know, have some clothes on. It wouldn't have blood spatter. So he gets in the car at 9.06. The car starts. 9.07, he's on the road. At 9.08, it's funny the way they said this. At 9.08, he drove by the area where Maggie's phone was found. Mm -hmm. So isn't that mean that he rolled the window down, went, just chucked the phone out the window? Yes. (laughs) Wouldn't that be most likely? He just happens to drive by there. Yeah, I think that he did that. And then, um, you know, he says he spent all that time at his mother's, but we already know that uh, he told her caretaker that, I was here 45 minutes, right? And she said, she... I don't think she really disagreed with him, but she, in her mind, was thinking, no, he was here for 20 minutes, and then he offered to pay for her wedding, which he had never done before. Pretty pretty weird. And um, I just think that that window, I, I don't know how you fight your way out of that. He's, on, he's there at 845 by, by, on that phone. By crying on the stand. I, I don't know. I... I just think he's was, he's a reading. fantastic weasel. He's weaseled his way out of a lot of stuff, but I don't know how in the world he gets himself out of this one. I was reading something about uh, about the trial, and it was saying that the jurors aren't taking notes. 
So what, what does that tell you if the jurors are not taking notes? I don't think they need to take notes. Well, I think what you're taking they? better notes than the jurors are. Well, except that's pretty. That's a pretty simple timeline. I mean, it, there's really there's five things on there. Eight forty five, he's heard on the call. Eight forty nine, their phones lock, mm-hmm. and then you know he's back on his phone thirteen minutes after their phones lock. He's got to walk a thousand feet, or is it thirteen hundred feet? He picks up his phone. He dials up Maggie, changes clothes, whatever. By the way. He never explained why he changed clothes. There's never any satisfactory explanation well, he just, for that. He just had a nap. <laughs> he woke up and he was refreshed from his nap. I'm sweating through my clothes. Right? It's his damn climate. Uh, I mean, totally explainable. That's when he changed his clothes because he's in those other yeah. clothes. We see him in the video at 7 30, 8 o'clock. Yeah. So, right around that time, he changed clothes. Sure seems pretty weird. And sure seems kind of weird that he didn't say that. I mean, they tried to make a big deal out of the fact that they didn't ask for other clothes. Well, they didn't know he changed his clothes until they tested the clothes he was wearing and didn't find blood spatter. So they said, you know what? Um, possible you change your clothes. And then, of course, I, I, he, I believe, I don't know what happened exactly in that exchange, but it, it turned out that, yes, he had changed clothes. That's not in dispute because they have the video. And I, maybe they had never seen that video yet, but. Until he always looks like total dog shit. When, <laughs> when there was no blood spatter on his clothes, they knew he changed his clothes because they knew he did it, yeah. and he did. I I don't know how it's the jury too. Got I didn't too much know, trouble with I, this one. I, didn't I really know, don't. I didn't know that a shotgun doesn't leave much ballistics either. Did you know that? I didn't. That's why I guess he didn't have when they tested him. Didn't have any of that because one was a shotgun. Is that correct? One of the two weapons. Um. Well, they scatter shot right. Yeah. Yeah. I also heard this and I didn't have the is my and I didn't have the uh, energy or the interest enough to look it up, but Paul Papa had something like ten arrests and tickets starting at age fifteen. Paul. So he was arrested or ticketed what, ten, ten times between age fifteen? He and had a few after the boat thing. Yeah, he, he was had, he was spotted driving boats after the crash. <laughs> Troublemaker. <laughs> nice nice uh, uh, self awareness there, Paw Paw. Yeah, and Buster got busted cheating in college. Yeah, too. Plagiarism. Which I uh, cause see Buster was the golden child. Paw Paw was the fuck up. I gotta say, how, how do you get busted plagiarizing in college? Chat GPT. I knew some athletes My, that got busted that, plagiarizing. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like a <laughs> lot was, of people do and never get busted. So you gotta be pretty deliberate with it. SATown.com. I think it was based on, and I don't know if they still do this, but it was based on wrong answers. You had the same wrong answers as someone oh. else. Oh, that's too many of them. That's what the way oh, I Oh, you remember. mean copying each other's work, not like. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Because huh. um, my roommate got busted cheating. They yep. kick him. They kick him out, or is he too good of an athlete? I don't. Th- I think they did everything they could to not kick him out. I'm not sure if he would have been athlete. kicked out. He fell in love with this girl at uh, uh, David Lipscomb College, who, which was a big Division three school, mm-hmm. a super successful baseball school, and he transferred. And I have a feeling the he'd been in trouble for other stuff. I think he was kicked out. I don't think he ever admitted that, but I know he was busted for cheating. That was a big deal. And so he went to David Lipscomb where he had fallen in love with this girl when we were down in Nashville playing Vanderbilt, Oklahoma. David Lipscomb was like the tertiary school in this thing. It was Oklahoma, Vanderbilt. Um, I always hated the name of that school. Vanderbilt? No, Lipscomb. Yeah, I don't 
I'd never even heard of it before. There was a couple other schools I in the tournament, good though. They were basketball, good, good, it was a tough they tournament. Were. They were. They won the championship. His when he transferred, they won the national championship, Yay. and he broke. He and the girl broke up. Aw, sad. Yeah. And um, sad. Well, will they? Will they? Or will they not break up? Uh, did you see? There's more photos of T.J. Holmes and Amy Hobach. They're never They're ending. Still in Mexico. They're still. They've been on vacation for three months now. Yeah. She changed her uh, bathing suit. Yet? Yes. Yeah. It's she yellow is. now, except it's hard to see part of it because T.J.'s hand is covering her ass. Yeah. They're banging like rabbits in Mexico <laughs> right now. <laughs> Look at that picture. Show Mark that picture. Yeah. Look at. Jeez. Oh, He's got a handful what? of ass. I mean, these are news people. Were. Uh, the last story, Radar Online. Damn, had, that was a lot of ass. Radar Online had a story about how they're shopping around a reality TV show. I'm like, reality TV show? This is in 2010. What's, what's wrong? What happened to these people? They fell I mean, in love. This is fucking weird. They fell in love with each other. Fine, but why would they, I mean, to get to where they were and then to go, oh, yeah, we'll just find some reality show and it'll be fun. How much do you think they made? A lot of money. Yeah, walking away. Like, I, you know, I can't honestly. I can't quite enough figure to never out. Never work again. For those two, probably not, because they have, you know, they've got pretty big lifestyles, right? I guess. I don't know. Seems like they just want to move to a uh, to the Bahamas <laughs> and oh, fuck all day. Look at that zoom in. Oh boy, he's goosing her. He's got that finger right in the pooper, just like that uh, fight <laughs> we saw. That is one <laughs> flat ass. He's a flat ass. That is the flattest ass. Like, look at. There's no curvature under the cheek. It's maybe what an inch, inch long. That you're curve. a carpenter's dream. You're flat as a board and easy to screw. Yeah, I, I'm at the wow. point where I'm tired of seeing her in a bikini because yeah, every picture I see, on. she's in a fucking bikini. Put a burka on. And they're also day drinking all the time. They're oh, yeah. either they're either his hands on her ass or they're at a bar and. Maybe they've just put their news careers to bed. Maybe they're done with that. She's still making that open smile face. They asked him, they asked yes. TJ, somebody at least got to him and said what they were doing. We was doing pussy. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to believe after after this much day drinking and beach time, and you know, even though I'm sure the sucking and fucking is great, I got to believe there's going to be some day when they're going to go back to that hotel room and Amy's going to be a little toasted from being in the sun too long and yeah. her kids are texting her. What happened to their kids? They're, what, uh, they're never with their kids anymore. Yeah, they're, they're, they just seem to be free agents now. Billy, Billy's watching them. Yeah. Drew, look at her Instagram there. There's that <laughs> yeah, open there smile. Yes. There's the open smile. Every fucking picture. I'm so sick of seeing that. Yeah, she is so happy and she's always she laughing smile. so hard. Mouth has to be open whilst smiling. Oh, there's one. There's a close smile. Well, with Billy. Oh, Billy. Wait, whose Instagram is that? That's hers. She wrote, this is 30 weeks ago. Good night, Athens. She looks pretty happy there. One of the comments underneath. What happened to TJ's Instagram page? <laughs> <laughs> oh, got actual audio. <laughs> Are you enjoying this? It's weird because it's just not that long ago. I shot. I mean, she looks like she is most convincingly happily married to yeah. Billy. Well, she hasn't made a post in 13 weeks. But a happy things. I mean, that post. seems like worlds ago with her. 
Hey, she looks so happy, and the sun's setting behind them from their hotel balcony. And oh my God, look at that great life they live! And then now TJ's hand is up her ass on a beach in Mexico. <laughs> One of the people that like that Instagram picture there is Sandra Ali. And have you seen the teases by CBS sixty two? Have you seen uh, yeah. like during the Michigan game they were on where it's just their anchor now? I heard about saying it saying like, "Hey, somebody's coming." I forget the day. Was it March sixth or something? And they look at their watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the implication being like, hey, all these people that have been blown out of local TV are going to be joining soon. So I, my first thought was, is it Sandra Ali? Is it Jason Carr? It's not Randy Jason... Wimbley. Randy Wimbley already took a job. Numb Nuts is already in Chicago. I don't Wimbley's know why Jason Carr airport. would be taking a job there. Why would, would he start his Facebook thing? Why would he bother? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. So it's got to be Sandra Ali, right? I mean, who else? who else has left recently that would go over there? I was telling LaDuff he should put out a real cryptic tweet like, can't wait for March 6th. Yeah. <laughs> really excited. They'd be smart to hire him, actually. Well, who's to say that they didn't ask? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think Charlie's having a good time doing what he's doing. I, I mean, I, I'm not sure that would be a thing for him. Charlie anymore. is um, going to New York on Thursday to sit side-by-side his new BFF, Chris Cuomo. <laughs> He's doing Cuomo's <laughs> show in studio. Oh, really? Yeah, Thursday oh, cool. night. Thursday night at 8 on News Nation. Okay. Uh, I did check out uh, Jason Carr Drive this morning because I read that someone was starting at CBS locally. You thought it might be him. And I thought, oh, I wonder who that is. And I, I just thought, oh, well, if Jason Carr's doing Jason Carr Drive, then he probably isn't going to CBS. So... Anyway, by the way, wouldn't Jason Carpool have made more sense? <laughs> Only if he's outside doing the show. Um, wow, that's that's really... Did he do weather today? I mean, big weather day I for him. I did uh, spend some time on weather. Oh, fine. I, you know, it takes I, a while I, to figure this out. I say, that's all I can say. The thing that drives me the most... Well, I, I just, the name just drives me up a wall. It's just it's a stupid no, fucking I, name. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't flow. It's like you want to stop and say, no, I'm not reading that because that's not right. Is it? Car drive? Car I mean, drive. Car drive. What does that mean? I mean, yeah, you know, car, car drive. Why not Jason Car Brake? Yeah. <laughs> Jason Car on highway. <laughs> no, it's Jason weird. Car garage. Car garage makes more yeah. sense than he could do the show from his garage. I want to hear the conversation where that name was determined. I don't so, think I don't think there was any. What you mean a conversation with himself? Well, I assume that maybe Taryn was in the conversation, or I, I was somebody. Talk, I was talking to someone who was just kind of ragging on it, and then I was in the position of defending Jason because you know, I mean, he's trying, he's staying relevant, he's trying something on his own. I kind of admire that, and I had to tell this person, I'm like, his audience is different. It's just a different audience, and it's an audience that loves nostalgia, which is why he keeps talking about Farmer Jack. And I know. Talk about Fago and you know all those nicey things. That well, we, he's we, from we here. From this, yeah, like, he's lived uh, here all Highland, his life. He referenced the Highland Appliance ad, the fifty watts per channel baby cakes. It's like, he, yeah, there's car. people that like just want to hear. I remember that it's old and I like it. Yeah, no, he Tom Maswood would be perfect for the show. <laughs> Tom Maswood would be typing in the comment every Tom, five minutes. If Tom was a female. Tom might like it anyway. I don't know. What? Can we see the new episode, Brandon? Yeah, I can play it. Of course. No, past the first five minutes because I don't want to re-see anything I saw. It was, I just wasn't really into it. Did he fix the um, the reverse picture aspect? Yeah, everything seems oh. to be okay. He okay, popped well, on that's good. at 8.57 and started in on the weather. <laughs> Why? I don't know. 
Main unless story. He's got, unless he's got a bitch about DTE. I mean, that's a big news story. Yeah, I don't think he's bitched about DTE. Go about six not a, minutes Not in, only is that a big news story, it's very evergreen because it's not going away. True, but everybody's not watching him at, when he's putting uh, this Fat out. Fat Albert came on at a certain point, I think at noon yeah, or 12.30. Go. Happy I mean, nostalgia. Once shows came on, um, the cartoons were over. You, you knew that it, we were getting into that lunchtime hour and your mom was going to be saying, get out the house, go play. And of course, then we'd go play for the rest of the day. Nobody Why is he so close to us. the camera? Isn't that? Uh, I know. Well, I, I, does everyone do that? I, I don't think they do. I'm very uh, envious of how comfortable he is in front of a camera. Yeah, he is. I agree. Is because so she milkos. One of the many reasons to visit. Likes his artwork. I figure if it starts with and his awards. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Sosh, Soshi, then Alusa? Alu- I don't know. I think he's anyway, going to need to bring Taryn in for a guest believe? appearance pretty soon. He absolutely should. Yeah, There is no Wednesday the 29th. It's not a leap year. Wednesday the 1st. Happy birthday to my mother turning undisclosed <laughs> oh, age shout on outs. Wednesday the 1st. I'm not sure. Also, happy birthday to my daughter, Gia, yesterday turning 12. Holy shit. Shout out. That's a whole other thing that we could get into. I worked 19 out of 24 hours to prep for 10 preteen why? tween no, no, girls. No way. No, you didn't. Why, why would that anyone spend 19 Saturday hours working on a party for a 12-year-old? Sunday lunchtime. Kind of, it's a little overdone. Turned our entire basement happened. into a karaoke. I'd take you that long. I didn't think you should have taken that long. It was a thing. My sciatica flared up. But. Well worth it. If you're oh, watching what? in the future. Bloop. <laughs> Did he not set That's it up properly? Does he part part not know how to set up karaoke? Is that why it took so long? It's because his sciatica was flaring <laughs> up. That's so why it took him 19 hours. Right he now, laid down for 14. <laughs> had a few drinks. Um, I could be like... Next mirror. thing you know, it was two and a half hours of the party, and you hustled to put it oh, together. Oh, shit. They're going to be here in 20 minutes. Make sure you don't have you-know-what. Um, a lot less this, viewers this time. I'm yeah. really intrigued, though. He does pull the chicks. They're all women. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Well, he's got an audience, and he knows his audience. So good for him. However, the first episode, which is a big deal, like, hey, what happened to this guy? 39,000 views. That's really good. That's mm-hmm. a great start. However, the second episode has 10.8 thousand, and we're three days out. But today's has 11.5. So that might get 12 or 13. I just I, wonder if this isn't going to get a little old <laughs> sooner than later. Yeah. I'd be watching. I hope he I'd like to well. see what he gets a week from now. If he's still getting 14,000 sure. or 15,000, that's enough. You know, when you don't have any overhead at all and 14,000 bodies is a lot more than it sounds like. I've seen people with platforms that have that many or less and they if they can motivate that audience to create commerce mm-hmm. for a couple advertisers, that's enough to make a living, maybe a decent living. Well, I don't you know. Could, you could do it with that audience. They seem very loyal. I have a feeling he probably uh, bleeds between advertisers and real show more <laughs> than most would want to. Wait, what? say that again? What do you mean? Well, just 
in terms of, you know, Tanya's pizza, it sounds like he has a long relationship. I mean, I think he has actual relationships. I mean, we have a guy who sells for us. Yeah. Oh, we're going to charge who, Tanya's for that uh, plug there. Right? Yes, do bill Tanya's for that. I, I hope Tanya's he's... offered to bring us pizza. So Did they really? Yeah, they did. You know, it's funny. I we feel, should take them up on that. I feel so bad because I drive by it every fucking week because the girls do ice skating, right? You know, Crooks and Crooks and 13 there. I'm like, how did I never see Thanks this not. place or notice this place? So I'm going to go in there one of these days and say, hey, I heard about you in the True Mike show. Good luck trying well, to get pepperoni in this town without a pube in it. Here's the funny part. They've already heard people I tell know. them that they've heard about <laughs> it on the Drew and Mike show that was listening to the Jason Carr show. Let's pitch them. Yep. So one of the... Uh, definitely going to bill them. I think one of the managers uh, said, you haven't had, they were angry that we hadn't had their pizza. And I'm angry, angry too. It sounds really know, good. Jason yeah. has done a good job of selling Tanya's pizza. Have you been to their website? No. It looks pretty good. Okay. Uh, like a stuffed pepperoni pizza. Okay. I know you, you mentioned... Uh, we just mentioned LaDuff... Briefly, and Charlie's date is March two 18th. weeks yep. and five days away, March the 18th. As Jason said, Wednesday is the 1st, not the 29th. So that would be the Saturday night. It's two Saturdays from this Saturday, so it's time to rustle up your tickets. If you want to go see Charlie and White Boy Rick, hear the real story of White Boy Rick in a one-on-one, no-holds-barred interview live at the Andiamo Celebrity Showroom in Warren. Is that a dinner thing, too? Can you order food at that? Do you know? It's a great question. Because I was just wondering that myself. I don't know. White Boy Rick will be telling... Can you look it up? It probably says, right? Yep. Um, Because, you know, the the Sopranos ones, those are like like two-and-a-half-hour deals, and, Mm -hmm. you know... Um, it seemed to me they had an early show and a later show, so I just wondered if it they if they did serve food. Look like it on the website. Okay, so. okay. Well, that's fine because people will probably want to have a few pops and have a good time. Audience members have a chance to ask questions. Tickets are on sale at andiamoshowroom.com or six eight six two six eight thirty two hundred. VIP meet and greet ticket packages are also available, so don't miss the real story. White Boy Rick, one-on-one with Charlie LaDuff at the Andiamo Showroom, Saturday, March the 18th. Charlie should do more stuff like this, I think. He's got plenty of time. <laughs> He's pretty busy, actually. He's incredibly busy. He's really busy. I, but, you know, it's funny when... It's two shows a week, he's got like, a column. Uh, Chris Cuomo called, hey, man, you want to sit down on this show? Yeah, I'm there, man. And he's just on a plane. He's gone. He's back. It's, he's got to do you know, Thursday remote. Morty, oh. um, have anxiety about it. Where's the remote? He's gonna be. He's not gonna be in studio. He's gonna be out remote. Oh, because the Cuomo show. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a reason to tune be, in. Right, it shouldn't there. be too big a deal, right? New York City. Well, he just lost somebody else who worked on the show too. So more work to do. Lost someone in the last week. Ah, uh, yeah. Who? Zach. Yeah. Oh no. He's, he's uh, pairing back a little bit. So. Oh boy. It's okay, just more for me to do, and Red. Yeah, I would be nervous too if I were you. I I can relate to your nervousness. Not trying to contribute to it, but I understand it. Yeah, in the computer, there's the biggest piece of shit computer. Which computer? The one there. Oh, the one in uh, with Charlie. Yeah. So today we're record (laughs) we're recording the show, and next thing a thing pops up that says your computer's out of space, and I'm like, I just fucking deleted (laughs) thirty shows. What? Before? Yeah. So I on his computer. You are about to lose on that studio computer. So the stream was holding up, your job. And, and God bless Charlie. Wait, our computer was out of space? What? No, you don't. Yes. Do, he doesn't do it here anymore. He does it downtown. Oh. That computer has a virus, yeah. and computer. I hate to tell you, but yeah. it's AIDS. <laughs> I was thinking he had one with him or something. No. no. Okay. Anyways, whatever. Oh, boy. 
So, um, so the, but the episode is out there. Nobody would miss anything on the podcast, so please download and listen. I thought it was actually a really good episode today, um, even though I was just red in the face out of anger. I was mad at an inanimate object the whole time, a computer. Oh, I forgot there was a show today. That's right. It's Monday. Yeah. Um, Monday at noon, and then Thursdays at 6, Charlie LaDuff's YouTube channel. Uh, might be under the Americans, might be under Charlie LaDuff, might be under No Bullshit or No BS News Hour. All of it's on the site, No BS. NewsHour.com. Uh, Dr. Roche has the most advanced fat loss laser in the world. It's here, completely non-invasive, safe, FDA-approved laser designed to target and shrink fat cells. No side effects, pain-free, no downtime. Now, they offer multiple treatments, six treatments in the range of uh, $2,500, three for about half. Call today, 248-338-1110. And, um, yeah, I've, I've done that laser. I didn't do it enough times, though. But, but these things, you know, I did the 44,000 sit-ups five times. Very effective. I definitely felt my stomach tightening up, which is a good feeling. Yeah, I got to check your breathing again. You'd be really <laughs> impressed. And then boobs. Always boobs. Medium boobs. Big boobs. A lot of people go for the medium hey, boobs. Hey, we're tits. Look pretty damn good, man. Uh, put some basketballs in there. Well, you can do that, too. That does I happen. People... I don't think you want basketballs. Let's just go a little smaller. People want I that look. love my boobs. They're so much fun. And the boob lifts, too. People who are unhappy with uh, the ravages of age and gravity and those kids fucking totaling boobs of goddamn kids. Anyway, Greg can just lift them up and take fat from somewhere else on your body, inject them in there. And, boy, I tell you, the people leave that office looking really fine. Uh, call Greg for a consult. You know, he's great with, um, what's the word for nose doctors? Rhinoplasty. Uh, rhinoplasty. Yeah, he was, he did nose jobs for a long time and still does very good ones. And, uh, anything really that can improve the age, the appearance of your face, give you that fresh look, those lasers, get rid of those age spots. Really just phenomenal work. I always say, look at the before and after pictures at D-R-R-O-C-H-E. That's Greg Roche, 248-338-1110, or D-R-R-O-C-H-E. Your new nose looks great. And uh, did, was the Beard Hedger in the copy today? It uh, fell not out today. Okay. Um, get the beard, beard, beard Hedger, too, while you're at it. Yeah, from Manscaped.com. Yeah, Manscaped. Those things are great. People love those Beard Hedgers. I saw an uh, ad pop up for Manscaped, and it was um, John Daly. He's got a giant beard now, and he's got the beard trimmer. I'm like, we're the same. Stars John are Daly's just like using us. The, the Manscaped beard trimmer? Yeah, yeah he's, in the, he's in the ad for it. Well, don't use daily in the insert code. Go to manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code DREW, D-R-E-W. Manscaped beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Um, talking about the Murdoch trial reminded me, did you read the story on Jim Matthews of WWJ anchor? No, I just killed. heard what you told me, and, and you had been suggesting there was something fishy about that whole thing. It did sound fishy, but I just didn't really know. Hard to say always. I mean, it's just such a shocking event, but what, what yeah. has been determined? Well, it was the arraignment today for, and the guy's name is Smokey. He goes by Smokey. Uh, yeah. Last name is Williamson. This is the guy that murdered the WWJ overnight anchor, um, hit uh, his son in the head, and slashed his girlfriend's throat and she made it out with her daughter who was also hit um and the cops were cops got called really quick and made it there found the guy in the basement trying to overdose and kill himself now 
I think it wasn't really said at the time, but didn't we think it was something related to drugs or what was going on? Well, here? You were certainly uh, leaning that way, and uh, I, I couldn't really disagree, but... So what was revealed today, um, and the girlfriend actually testified, as, as well as the officer that arrived on the scene, he was hit in the head, uh, this is Jim Matthews, more than two dozen times. Oh, God. With a hammer. Wow. Throat, throat was slit as well. The girlfriend um, who testified, she said that she was bound with zip ties, duct tape, USB cords, and was assaulted and, um, you know, went through the whole story, most of which we knew. And then she said that Williamson, Smokey, was her best friend at the time. And she testified that he would come over when he, when William, when the WWJ anchor went to work and they'd get high on crack. They would just smoke crack. And so she said in the middle of that night, he called and said, he's going to come over, smoke a little crack cocaine. She had a little heroin uh, before he cut her neck with a knife. Remember, they had the standoff yeah. and slashed her. Crack and, is back. And then out of the blue, he said, when Jim gets home, I'm going to kill him. Oh, Which Jesus. I can't imagine that fucking horror that went through her head and then to hear her kids. But then, it, you know, she kind of invited this into the house, not to say that she deserves that. I wouldn't think somebody doing heroin would slit someone's throat. I think it's mainly the crack that really set this guy off. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, crackheads, though, you know what they usually uh, are more inspired to do more than anything is more crack. Yeah. It really seems premeditated, too, because she also testified that, yeah, he asked me um, if I had a hammer before we even started smoking because his hub Did you say, did, did, uh, did she, wait, he asked her if she had a hammer? Yeah. Right, we spent joke. about $1,000 on crack. I was just thinking to myself that maybe she said, if I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning, I'd hammer in the evening. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that song. <laughs> that was a big song when I was a kid. <laughs> Too I, soon. I remember, <laughs> I remember playing on a closing play, like on a 45. Yeah. And my little brother loved that song and would play it over and over and over. Man, kids and their music. I don't know. Wild story. So this guy is Couldn't bound. Couldn't have heard her to say this that. This guy is bound over now on seven charges. Please tell me this guy is never going to see the light of day. Oh, I would be shocked. I'd be shocked if he did, especially since you have the witness, you know, the girlfriend. I'm just amazed at some of the people that do see the light of day. It's fucking amazing. Some of these cases where you go, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it took so long and they worked so hard to put all these details together. And then they get the guy for like 12 years and they're out in seven or something. It's just bizarre. That reminds me of the, um, remember the LSU story we talked about, uh, Madison Brooks. The Boner Army? No, no, no. Well, by the way, she had perfect tens on her routine. Yeah, she oh, good for her. It. Which who gives a shit? Which actually reminds me of another story. The Which first... no one cares about. But no, no one no, no, cares no. about her gymnastics. It's the, it's the Boner Army that everyone cares about. <laughs> so now you're taking me into another direction. Remember the twins that uh, the two basketball twins? Who yeah, had followers. Sure. And had a huge nil deal. The first NCAA infraction regarding NIL has uh -oh. been levied upon the University of Miami <gasps> regarding the two female basketball players. <laughs> What happened? Well, they found out that the Miami head basketball coach put those girls in contact with that John Ruiz guy who's been just giving money to Miami University of Miami athletes like crazy. But, you know, the school's not supposed to be in contact with the outside sources that are giving oh, the students come on, money. Really? But, but they know that she did this, and I think they, they hit, you know, three penalties on this female basketball coach. Which, by the way... I bet you those two players make more money than she does, than the coach does. They all do. Yeah. Uh, Yet you have 
plenty of, of plenty of college football players who don't even make a cent, and then the coach makes ten million or nine million dollars. It's so out of whack. Well, the, the there were a couple coaches that were critical of the boner army and the gymnast. Yeah, what's her name? Olivia Dunn. Olivia, Olivia Dunn. Dunn. Yeah, and it was suggested, and I think mostly by friends of Olivia Dunn, that the coach is this craggy old bag yeah. who only makes seven hundred grand a year, and yeah. she's jealous because Olivia makes two million. Well, and it's bullshit and that, 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 that that Stanford coach is like, this is setting uh, women back. I'm like, is it really? Because if anything, it's pushing it forward. I mean, she Except she it. chose to enter this free market that made her a lot of money. I don't see what, what is wrong with that. Okay, I, I'm not going to make any grand statement about it. This girl has a chance to make all this money by she building should. a boner army. I can hardly blame her to make $2 million a year at her age just for entertaining a boner army with skanky pictures. Fine. What's she doesn't get, I don't think she gets naked. Um, she just takes pictures in her workout wear and, you know, some are sexy. Well, actually, there's some are sexier than others. Care she does anyway. Sexy. Um, to say it sets women back, what's she supposed to do? Say, oh, I won't take the money because I'm better than that. No. No, and there's what, probably the plenty I, of there's probably plenty of hot um, college athletes that choose not to do that, and that's fine too. But I don't, I'm not sure it really moves women forward. I'd say it moves Olivia Dunn forward. Um, when they do the story on it too, the way they act as if you know, oh, she's worked so hard in her gymnastics and it's paying off. It's like no, she's not getting. It's not paying off for the gymnastics. I hate this idea that somehow. And I'm sure she's a great gymnast, and she probably does work hard. But that's not why she's making all this money. Well, why doesn't this college coach that thinks Olivia Dunn, Olivia Dunn is keeping women back, why doesn't she push to get her female players paid? Wouldn't that push women forward? Well, if I mean, they're hot she, she makes they're a lot of money. Because it sounds like she doesn't really want her athletes taking you know sexy pictures to make money. But when I when I first maybe met, some of them do I don't know when I, I first no mentioned LSU I was talking about the the Madison Brooks case that's the one who was um, raped by the four three guys in the car I guess remember uh, after the bar oh yeah 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 and then they let yes. her out of the car she got hit and she was killed yep do you see what their defense attorney did put out the, the video the four guys put the defense the the video of her getting out of the car right yeah and her talking to the guys in the car Man. right including calling the driver gay because he wouldn't do anything to her. <laughs> Which is <laughs> should we play the does video? That, yeah, if, if you can find it, Brandon. Does that <laughs> does that change? Fuck? Does that I don't defense? Know. I mean, it's I, pretty it's, it it's pretty it, shitty that they put it out there. Is it that clear what's going on? It kind of. Well, let's well, watch, watch it. it yeah. Let's watch it. It's it's pretty wild, and of course her family is just like, oh god, you know, oh, slap god. in the face. I know that's not what they she, want. This to. woman dies literally minutes after she gets out of the car. This video was a crucial piece of evidence because you can hear Madison Brooks communicating with the suspects. I'm sorry that I said to you that, Dad. Yes, get out, out, get yes, out. I will Uber on my own. This is video of LSU student Maddie Brooks. So taking they're not kicking her out. She's choosing to get out. Fifteenth. I'm sorry that your feelings got hurt. When police say she was raped after a night of drinking at an off-campus bar, defense lawyers released it to WBRZ, telling us the three men and one teenage minor in the car recorded it after two of them had sex with her. Brooks died shortly after this video was taken. Another video previously seen shows Brooks leaving the Tigerland Bar Reggie's headed for the suspect's car. 
um, using very vulgar language to the driver of the vehicle, insulting the driver of the vehicle, implying that the driver of the vehicle uh, is not straight based on him not wanting to engage in certain activities with her. Prosecutors say Brooks was too drunk to consent and they arrested the teenager and three young men on rape charges. Lab reports show her blood alcohol level was .319. The lawyer representing Brooks' family recently told us there is no gray area in this case. You know, under Louisiana law, this was rape, and we were deeply offended by blaming the victim um, in statements regarding uh, that had she not been hit, she wouldn't have complained of things. We thought that was deeply offensive, inappropriate, and just plain wrong. If she was not hit by a car? No, I mean, it really seems like there's two separate things here because it appears that she gets out of the car on her own accord. Yeah. Well, she gets uh, in the car on her own accord. No, no, because she's running that to too. get in the car. She catches that, up with that. That too, but it's still rape because she couldn't consent at that blood alcohol level by law. I don't know if I agree with that because in that video, she does not look .31 to me. Yeah. She doesn't sound... But, uh, it, but play it again. I just want to listen more carefully to her words. But when she dies, it's not like she's still metabolizing, right? So, I mean, she's I, at point three one. You told me that that was a point three one based on what I just saw. I would not believe it. You can't check someone's blood alcohol when they're consenting for sex, can you? No. No, 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 no. I mean, you can only judge by their behavior. But that is also like a two second clip out of a out of a video. Uber all man. This is video of LSU student Maddie Brooks taken inside the vehicle on January 15th. Oh, I'm phone, sorry that your feelings got hurt. No, she sounds shit-faced to me. Yeah, she does sound buzzed. Yeah. Wasn't really paying attention that carefully, but she just looked, she's carrying herself Sad. okay. She seems to be, but well, that's a really, really, really she, short clip. Exactly, yeah. I mean, when and, it, you, and it is just, the, once again, the defense however, defense's side. she ran across the street to get in the car with those guys. She, she wanted stumble. to go with them. Yeah, and she didn't stumble either. I don't know that I, it's, it's, it's a really hard awful thing. And sad. I, I just, you know, the, and people that go out looking to have sex with multiple people with one girl... In the car? I mean, you cannot... Where's the romance? To, just not going to lead to good things because you're going to probably need someone who's a little lubricated <laughs> in more ways than one. Oh, somebody who's a little wasted to do something like that. Yeah. You can probably find somebody, but... <sighs> sucks. And, you know, by the way, one of these guys, wasn't he charged with rape previously? I, think so. I mean, there's just some really bad shit surrounding this. I just will say this, though. She doesn't look that hurt or upset. She's not angrily I, getting out of the car. I was, even though it's a short clip, I was really surprised at how I, I expect her to be way worse, right? Yeah. Like almost blacked out, not yeah. responsive. Yeah, because the way the story first read when it came out, it seemed like they just kind of threw they her out. Threw of the her car. out, right. Where she's like, I'm just going to get my own Uber. Yeah, the whole story is... I think with the video sucks, of her running towards the sick. car, trying to get a ride, and the video of her exiting on her own accord, I think those kids are going to get off. Pretty awful, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for parents or family. Sure, she's I mean, dead, it just yeah. sucks having to hear all this. Yeah. Um, also, in collegiate news, uh, <laughs> a lot of reaction to... Saturday's Alabama game because Brandon Miller got frisked as part of the pregame. You know, when they introduce him and he goes out 
and one of the younger players is not playing frisks him. Yeah. That's part of his thing, I guess, when he gets introduced. Pretty tone deaf. And I, I'm thinking, what? How is Brandon Miller? He's just a passenger all the time. He never knows anything or has any idea what's going on around him, except that you know he was asked to come to bring the guy's joint, his gun, to him downtown. And, of course, his attorney says, and all the Alabama fans quote the attorney, he never touched the gun. In fact, he's never touched any gun. And he's cooperating fully. I mean, they love Oh, he's cooperating fully. And I guess he didn't know uh, his team was going to frisk him in the introductions either. Yeah, really? Bullshit. I mean, he didn't know that. No. And he didn't know that would maybe be a bad look. That's right up there. With How Jan- does this guy never know anything? That's right up there with Janet Jackson not knowing that Timberlake was going to pull her tit out. Um, also, he witnesses a person in the back seat. They have a conversation about murdering the person in the car in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he doesn't hear that no, either. No. There's glass between the guys, front and the back of the car. He's just thinking about basketball. He's, he's so focused on the game. He can't think about that. Uh, well, t- What's I, wrong? You got fart in your ears, you freaking fart face? Yeah, they're talking about murdering someone. I, I don't know. I got to work on my game. I would just think that he might perk up when he hears a conversation in the back seat. And then when he sees the guy get out and shoot around the car with a real gun, and then the, the bullets come back towards his car and hit the windshield. I mean, if he really didn't know anything, you'd think that maybe he might call the police. Or he might do something to render aid. Yeah, you would think so. But he never knows well, anything. I, I, He's I, always a passenger. I would love to know, like, what other conversations did he have? Wouldn't you love to see his texts before and yeah, after? Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll get to see all that eventually. Will, That'll all come out. Will it though? Did I he think have so. to? Did he have to turn over? Well, we might see. They could ask him for his phone tomorrow, and they'll get it. Well, he's not charged with anything though. Right. But they but they have a case against. Well, as it, Davis, we could see if those guys If that's guys part of the case, yeah. they'll, they'll get his phone. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm starting to feel like I saw the coach after the game, of course. The first thing, why would a player be frisking Brandon Miller after what happened yeah. less than a month ago or a month ago? And the coach, oh, well, yeah, that, that was inappropriate. Okay. With the coach, he, too, he and Brandon Miller just have no idea – they just can't take the temperature of anything. <laughs> Suspend him for that. <laughs> Good one. I'm, I'm kind of wondering if the coach needs to go. I mean, he sounds like a fucking idiot. Mm. He ain't going anywhere. I don't know. I tell you what, that when they start doing this on all of the news shows are talking about this. I mean, I was surprised to see it on Good Morning America today. Well, it's getting pretty loud, right? I mean, yeah, a lot of people lot are of really pissed, are, yeah. and that's what I mean. That's a lot of times when people have to go is because it gets so fucking messy because the AD may come under fire too. What kind of what are you doing down there? Well, in in the president, even um, as Wetzel pointed out in that art in his column, that you know why was there no investigation when you have a because there was a player involved who is arrested, right? Yeah, the other guy who Darius you know, Mile. Yeah, who sucks. But he, you know, he's arrested. So why wasn't there an investigation to all of it when you know three players were on site? Well, he's cooperated fully. Yep. That's all I know. Yeah, with the police. I can't believe that's not a team violation. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Blocking a car so so somebody somebody can shoot it. Thank you for that. And also, you know, um, it was pointed out, too, that he was driving all around campus, I guess. 
Oh, really? So he's driving around with a gun in his car. I mean, that's, I don't think campuses really that's want not, people driving around with guns. Doesn't sound like it's illegal, though. You don't think Alabama's campus doesn't, they allow guns on campus? That would seem, I would, I would doubt they would do that, but maybe in Alabama. While you're driving, though, on the road? I don't know. I, I really yeah, I can't think, say I really most colleges do not him. want guns on their campus. I, I really think they would charge him with something if they could, based on their comments, the police comments in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, no, I didn't mean that it would be a. Uh, I don't think they're that they would charge him. I would just think that the University of Alabama would would not want students having guns on campus because if they have them in dorm rooms and stuff, yeah, that's not cool. That's going to be. But it sounded like it was just in his car. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know either. Um, oh, and then uh, Jake Paul fought Tommy yeah, Fury. That's right. Which is that was, Tyson? Is he related to Tyson Fury? Yeah, he's his brother. He oh, he is. Okay. Tommy Fury's Tyson's brother. Yep. What? Well, they will. They look alike. How old is Tommy Fury? Twenty-three. How old is Tyson? Uh, let's see. He can't be Tyson's brother, really. He's thirty-four. Tyson Fury. Isn't Tyson like 20 years older? 20. Wait, how old is Tommy? 23. Okay, so 11 years different. Mike, wait, wait, wait. No, Tyson Fury, not Mike Tyson. Oh. Tyson Fury. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You know Mike Tyson, Tyson, you know Mike Tyson, Tyson was is. at the fight. Was he really? Uh, so I thought we were talking about Mike Tyson. Well, Tommy no, Fury's white. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm, I not heard follow, that, I'm not following boxing. I'm sorry. When I heard that name, I I, I never heard of him. You said Tyson's brother. I thought you meant Mike sorry, Tyson. Sorry. Yeah, Tyson Fury, his brother. And I'm what's his? Calling. What's Tommy Fury's record? Nine and zero now. I had never heard of him, so I don't know. Yeah. Nine and zero. Okay. I'm just glad that Jake Paul lost because I'm sick of that guy acting like he's such a badass. You know, he knocked Tommy Fury down in the final round. Yeah. yeah. He still lost, but he didn't knock him down. Decision. He lost his split decision. He made Jake Paul made thirty million dollars. Yeah. Thirty million dollars. Yeah, the last couple of years he's always on the top like fifty list of highest earned athletes. And that was a but, but look at look at the amount of money he brings in. Look at the amount of eyes. Oh no, it was a full in. house. It was a, all the yep. tickets were sold. There were uh, Christian Ronaldo was at the fight. Mike Tyson was at the fight. There were other celebrities at the fight. Where was it? Dubai. I don't know where. It, no, I don't think it was. In, was it yeah, Dubai? it was. It was it somewhere. Was? It was somewhere over there. Really, it was really kind of fairly early in the day. Tyson and Ronaldo flew to Dubai to see the Jake Paul fight. Well, R Cristiano Ronaldo's been there. I mean, he practically lives there now. Saudi Arabia, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Ronaldo just signed that big deal with okay. the Saudi Arabian uh, professional soccer team. Oh, Mike, maybe Mike Tyson was working or something. But anyway, yeah, there was, uh, there was a lot of activity around it. Drake bet $400,000 $400, on the fight. <laughs> okay, and he, and he lost because he's the worst gambler. <clears throat> he did. He would have won. He bet on Jake Paul to knock him out, and he would have won $1.4 million, except that Jake lost. Now, the best part is, and this really shows, so uh, Jake Paul... All this attention, right? Yep. Did you know Floyd Mayweather fought over yeah, the weekend? Yeah, at the O2, and did you, did it you see was the fucking empty. <laughs> Absolutely the empty. pictures of that arena for his fight is fucking hilarious. What are there, 14 people there? If that, it was it was the great white halftime show at the arena football game. Why did people. they cancel it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it was an exhibition fight, so who cares? So there's more but interest in Jake Paul than in Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. One of the greatest boxers of all time. Regardless of what you feel about Floyd Mayweather, he is 
one of the best pound for pound fighters. Oh my god, and, it's empty. Uh, yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, how there's and, like nobody there. And you look at Jake Paul, and it just looks like it's on fire. Yeah, there's, there's so many people there. Yeah. So say what you want about Jake Paul, the guy knows how to get a crowd. Wow. Mind boggling. So who does Jake Paul fight? Does he fight this guy again for a rematch? That's a good question. Probably no if, it, if it nets him another thirty million. It doesn't matter who he fights next, right? How did? It, I feel so stupid because I don't. I don't really pay attention to boxing. How does he get paid thirty million dollars? Well, there's a million people who buy the pay per view. Pay per view, and I don't know. He's so he's got a percentage, and all brothers are very good at hype. It's what they do. Uh, Because I got the impression that Tommy Fury, who's clearly the better fighter, well, he won, and I guess he was favored to win. I got the impression he didn't make nearly as much money as Jake Paul. No, I mean, how many people know who Tommy Tommy Fury is? Is Jake Paul? I mean, boxing's all about hype. Wow. Good for him. Good for you. So, I, you know, but he did lose a fight. I mean, once the you first, lose a first few one fights, he's lost, yeah. there is a lot less interest in a fighter sure. because he needs he can't more tomato cans. Get near the title. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's, I, he's looked really impressive, everything I've seen of him, but I just had never really seen him against a boxer. And this was really his first mm. serious matchup, right? I believe so, yeah, because uh, before that, it wasn't at all. It's all former, former MMA, MMA guys. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or other athletes or other uh, social media people. Yeah. But, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he some of the former MMA guys he fought were pretty damn tough. I mean, Anderson Silva. and Yeah, but isn't Silva like 50 years old? Well, he's... Well, that matters, though. It's true. He's, he's 50, and, and how old is Jake Paul? Jake Paul's Early 26, 20. so eh, I think there's a vast difference there. Yeah, and the guy before, okay, so here it is. Anderson Silva, he beat him, 47. Tyron Woodley, who he's beat twice, 40 years old. Um, ben Askren, remember Ben Askren? He's 38. And then, don't forget, he beat Nate Robinson, the uh, in, former NBA player who's 5'9", <laughs> who is also 38 years old. So, yeah, not the toughest competition. But Tommy Fury's 23. Yeah, legit, but legit boxer. He's the first legit young guy he's boxed, exactly. and he lost. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know how long will people stay interested. Oh, or do people care who wins the title anymore? Does that even matter? No, not matter. really. No, <laughs> no. I think Jake, I think Jake Paul has proved that. I can tell you that Tyson Fury is a champion, but I can't really tell you any other. Maybe Canelo Alvarez. No, I don't the know the fact champion. that Jake Paul's making all this money boxing is just really funny to me. Like. Why doesn't he play right field for the Reds next year? For why don't the Reds play him so they can draw fans and they should make a lot of money. Maybe they should. Why not? It'd be great <laughs> well, if the Tigers played him. What's the point? What's the point uh, of having it's, a it's, title? It's different. It's just about well, there's an influencer fighting, so it's going to make a lot of money. Don't you think it's different though when it's an individual sport versus? Yeah. You know, but, uh, I mean, sport. wouldn't you think that they would just bring back influencer fighting or celebrity fighting or, yeah. you know, heavy following fighting? Yeah, if you could get people that can talk shit and, uh, you know, rile up the crowd like Jake Paul does, yeah, absolutely. And he can fight. I mean, there's no question he can fight. But I'm sure there's a lot of, like, Chet Hanks. Why doesn't Chet Hanks fight? Wouldn't he draw? I would love to see Chet Hanks fight Jake, Jake Paul. Paul? I'd like great. to see that. I want to see not? that fight. Why not? Chet Hanks is ripped. By the way, does Chet have any any words of wisdom lately? I can check. Other than the usual bullshit? It's funny, though. It just shows, though, that boxing, it's not about climbing that ladder anymore. It's about 
who do you want to see get the shit kicked out of them? Yeah, who do you want to bet on one night, mm-hmm. just for one night? You want to hear Chet Hanks' Donald Trump impersonation? Oh yeah, yeah, it hurts Quite good. Quite frankly, my Trump is the best impression I have, folks. It's so good. Quite frankly, uh, Biden, Biden could never do it. Rosie O'Donnell, she's a dog. She's a dog, folks. We all know it. I know it. You know it. Bet Nibbler. She tweeted the most disgusting things at me. I said, Bet. No one cares. You're not even hot. You're not even a fine piece of ass like Melania. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not very good. <laughs> I didn't think not it was bad. that bad. Uh, tell me, tell me, you didn't expect it to be worse, though. I thought it was going to be better. I don't know. Oh, why. really? I don't know why I did. I don't know I why you did I, I either. Someone said he does a good Trump, and oh. I don't know why I believe them. I just meant if if you heard, hey, Chet Hanks does a Trump impersonation. How do you think it's going to be? I thought it'd be a lot worse. I thought his patois was so good. Um, so I, big up, big up the whole island, massive Mr. Boy Chatana, coming straight from the Golden Globes, you know what I'm saying? Me feeling father Tom Hanks presenting in a while, soon forward come. Big up, tune in. Oh, it upset people so badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. Why are people so upset about that? Really? Because people just love being mad. I know. But it was funny that... In the you know, in the midst of all these people, like, oh, it's so terrible. It's the most awful thing I've ever heard. His mom's, like, I thought it was the funniest thing all night. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. It pretty much was the funniest thing of that night. May have been. Yeah, so speaking, that- speaking of funny celebrity videos, have you seen the new Ben Affleck video of his car being boxed in and him trying to get out? No, <laughs> no, I haven't. He has to do the Austin Powers, you know, thirty-point turn. Who's <laughs> filming gets, this? Oh, fuck, I don't he's filming him as he's doing that. Oh my god, that must have been horrible. See if you can find it, Brandon. It's really funny because it's just like he's out smoking in front of it. Just of course pissed he off. is. He's always smoking. he's just pissed off. Yeah, here you go. There he is. He's sitting, texting somebody, having a having a smoke. He's got his Dunkin' Donuts on top of his car. What kind of car is that? Pretty badass. A really looking, nice I'll tell one. You that I much. can tell you that. I don't For some know. reason, the wheel covers look stupid to it's me. It's a Mercedes. What? Bag. Really? I'm not a fan. His rims look sweet. Okay, there you go. Oh my! Oh my God! Is that tight? How did he get in there? Well, no, he didn't. The I people, the person behind him just boxed him in. He literally has like three inches combined on both sides <laughs> to get out. <laughs> he's pushed against the car behind him oh my right God, now. God, he's doing the Austin Wait, he's powers. going. The, he's going the back way out. <laughs> well, yeah, he's going. Well, he's he's going got a rocket. Back and forth. The front of the car is. Yeah. Okay. Oh. 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 And it's oh. a really, here's the other thing too. Oh, really busy street. Wait, why is he turning the wheel that way? Because well, he he's got to get out. Oh, he hit the car. He, he did hit the blue car in front I of him. I thought he was trying to go out the other way. No, no, no. He's trying to go out straight. How the fuck did he get so badly parked? I <laughs> bet the red <laughs> car. The red car parked. Parked him oh, in. Oh, he, oh, bumped, he hit the he blue car. The blue car again. Again, yeah. <laughs> There's Don't worry, no there's no, there's the no evidence that Ben Affleck was driving this car. <laughs> Dude, this is so funny. <laughs> Can he at least leave a note for that, <laughs> that car recording in front of him. him. That's the best part. Oh, it's and he sold it to TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he did so we could see it. Oh, I've got a I've got a great video of Ben Affleck. All pissed off trying to get his car out. He's turning the wheel the wrong fucking way sometimes. What is he uh, doing? No, no, he's doing, right. I, he's doing it I, right. I do exactly Drew. what he's doing. He's doing it right. Oh. Oh, oh, be free! Oh, oh, oh be free, Ben! Oh, we made it, yeah! Yeah! It only took two minutes. <laughs> He's probably so pissed. Oh my god, that was really funny. That was so <laughs> much pissed off he is He's there. He's so fucking so boxed mad. in. <laughs> so mad. 
So uh, there's been a few articles late, just in the last couple of days, about Pink. I don't know. Pink. She got a new album. I think she's promoting. Oh, okay. So she's doing a lot of interviews. Anyway, she keeps giving up little, little kind of shady stories. Hmm. I don't know if she's trying to sell a record or what she's trying to do. Must, must be, yeah. But she she cops this big attitude. With everyone, she talks about how, you know, I'm just a very polarizing person and, you know, uh, people try to be nice and I, I just uh, say whatever I think and, uh, you know, too bad. Okay. Like, m- most people don't like me. I don't really care. Okay. So then she tells this story about Christina Aguilera that they were on the Lady Marmalade set. And, of course, there were a lot of stars on the set because, wasn't it, was it the movie Chicago? No, it was uh, Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Oh, Moulin Rouge, right. They were on the yeah, same time. Well, Kim was in there, Maya, when Maya was a thing for a minute. And um, so Christina Aguilera apparently became livid because Pink had arrived on the, on the set and, you know, there were a lot of things going on. Pink just sat down to take a load off and she's talking to somebody. And she claims that Christina Aguilera was so pissed that Pink sat in her chair that she was going to shut the production down. <laughs> That's great. What a good move. And I was thinking, God, I can't believe that's the whole story. That just seems not possible because Pink seems to like smarting back to people. Sure. She seems to have no problem with that. I don't think she really tries to resolve things. Is Christina Aguilera that big a diva? I didn't really know she was, if she is. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't know. I mean, she don't. Does she I mean, get those in were fights the, a lot? Those or? were the ex-Tina days, so who knows? Anyway, yeah, so she claims that she was going to shut down the production because Pink sat in her chair. So anyway, then she says, oh, but, you know, it's all good. And uh, um, I'm sure this sort of thing happens every day in every workplace, which is like, no, that does not happen in any workplace. No one threatens to shut down a business because someone is sitting in a chair that they were sitting in. So, no, that's not true. But she had just told this story. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they hugged it out. No big deal. Okay, great. But I have a feeling, I'm not sure Christina is going to agree with the way she told the story or like that she told the story, if it is true. And no, this is trouble Christina Aguilera is causing with, with Pink and with Britney's sister's friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah her sister's nothing, friends were putting their hair like nothing but Christina trouble, just to Aguilera. make problems for Britney. Yeah. Well, Pink says that Madonna tried to play me. What? Yeah, she said, uh, Madonna, okay, she was on Regis and Kelly. Okay. And Madonna was also on Regis and Kelly. And apparently before the show, Madonna invited her to Madonna's dressing room. And Pink, I guess, thought that was a, was a little weird. Like, I, I don't want to, that's kind of weird going over there and kissing her ass or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, she claims she's a big fan. So Madonna's out on the show and it was uh, in her opinion twisted in some way that she was dying and fangirling all over Madonna backstage which she said well that's not true so Regis asked Pink to come out when when Madonna was on saying uh, oh I heard you were falling all over yourself you were so excited backstage about meeting Madonna good job Regis Regis. and um, and, well I think he actually thought that and so Pink says uh, well I, I thought you wanted to meet me and okay. it wasn't really, I saw the video, it wasn't really clear that oh, she was kidding joke? or not. Oh, yeah, and so anyway. I'm sorry. She said that uh, Madonna took it personally and she doesn't like me now. Okay, whatever. <laughs> guess, uh, you know, or how old are you, 12? I know, Pink seems to love Freak. these little disputes she gets involved in. 
Well, did you see what happened after she told these stories? Her Instagram post over the weekend? No. Oh, all right. Get ready for this what? one. I am so saddened and disappointed by the narrative surrounding some of the press I've been doing around my album, Trustfall. So she has a new album. And yeah, that's where these stories are coming from, yeah. from interviews she's giving. While some of the responsibility lies with me and my inability to lie... <laughs> And my uncanny ability to overshare my real disappointment lies in the fact that the art can never be the focus when you're a uh, woman. Uh, <laughs> so she's, she's upset. They're, they're focusing on these stories about her and Madonna and her and Aguilera. The fact that I created one of the most beautiful albums with the most beautiful people, sang my ass off, made myself wholly vulnerable, 11 albums in selling out stadiums, raising good kids. Oh! Steadily employing hundreds of good, hardworking people. And the only thing they ever ask you about over and over again is your silly feud from your 20s. I take responsibility. Also, I'm out of practice dodging the bullshit that gets thrown at us hardworking women. Shut up, bitch! I'm notorious for saying too much, but I've never lied. And for every one or two women that I've had an issue with, there are hundreds that I've complimented and supported and loved on. But we don't talk about that, which, yeah, of course, because that's not interesting. We like, You've well, got a name that's not a name! You, you are in control of what comes out of your mouth. And people like feuds. People like beefs. They're going to focus on that. I wonder when the last time Bradley Cooper or Robert De Niro were asked in an interview after interview about any argument they've ever had. How about Christian Bale? We stick to the art with them, don't we? No, Wait, no, no, Christian no, we Bale bullshit. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. I'd no. like to have the same opportunity, and I also believe... Kick your fucking ass! I want you off the fucking set, you prick! I should say less every time. Say less. Something I'm working on. This is a good reminder. I agree. I find when she's talking, I wish she wasn't talking. Oh, good for you. To Christina, you know where we stand. Resolved onwards and upwards. Thank you all for listening and for the 25 years of kick-ass love and support. Peace. And the first response under that from Sophia Bush. Who is Sophia Bush? I don't know who that is. But she responds with all of this. They want to reduce women to pawns, and they allow men to be three-dimensional humans. Ugh. It's exhausting. God. That's an actress. Some chick. Oh, please. Whatever. Hillary Swank also Rush. loved it. Loved it. God, these women all jump on each other's Instagrams constantly. Like, women. we used to see that with all the check marks after check mark after women. check mark. It's like, what? Women hate women. The, I was just going to say, the funny thing is, women shit on women just as much as guys do, right? Well, why did she have to say that about Christina Aguilera? It makes her sound like shit. Yeah. yeah. Why'd she say that? Women hate women. Drew, she can't lie. <laughs> She's too open. She just cannot lie. Oh, what a shame. What a joke. Well, then I think there's some better questions to ask her if she can't lie. <laughs> oh, like about that time, what happened with her and her husband? Remember when they were going to split up? Yeah, and something like that. Uh, there was wow, a. Um, she got the name Pink. I don't even care. That's from her vagina. I thought. I'm. I'm not a fan of Pink. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm indifferent. She's fine. <laughs> Did not get it from her. Vagina. Yeah, she, that's no, true. I think she told that I'm pretty story. Pretty sure. You know she what? She can't lie. Dang. She can't lie. So she she said it and then she immediately regretted it. Yeah. But she can't lie. Yeah. She showed. What's the matter, honey? A little extra cheese on the taco. She's she like Jim Carrey in that movie. Remember when he can't lie? Yeah, liar, liar. First liar, he, yes. first he, yeah, he can't lie. That doesn't make oh, it River just makes Red it really hard. I'm not making this up, right? She's told that story that she got her name Pink because of a lover, a black guy, had never seen a pink vagina before, which I don't, don't know. 
People get so turned on hearing that story, too. What different <laughs> colors was he seeing? <laughs> exactly, Brandon. I always thought it was weird. <laughs> Is, does Pink think she's got the only pink vagina in the I world? I don't know. <laughs> she can, it has to be true because she can't not tell the truth. And so whatever color she said well, has to go. be true. Here you go. Here's a story from uh, 2017. Pink has admitted she was given the name Pink because of her genitals. She have an abnormally pink vagina? I guess. You have an abnormally pink wiener. I don't know why you couldn't. Well, um, she can't lie, so it's got to be true. My best friend had never seen a white girl's vagina before, so he asked me if I could see it. So I showed it to him, and he said, it's pink. That's wait, what my friend started calling my me. best friend? Yeah, her best friend had never seen a white girl's vagina. Wait, is this a black girl? Doing pussy. No, it's a guy. So before, wait, so a guy said, I've never seen a white pussy, and she said, oh, here, look. She can't lie. My best friend had never seen a white girl's vagina, so he asked me if I could see it. So I showed it to him, and he said, it's pink. Wait, what if my friend said, what if he said, I've never seen a white girl blow me. <laughs> she has to. I guess so. She can't. She just has to do it. We was doing pussy. The fuck? So they started calling her so Mr. Mr. Pink because Reservoir Dogs, I guess. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't really the same time, but it wasn't that long before that. I, I'm sorry to wish that she would not always have to tell the truth. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just kind of tired of hearing her talk at all. But uh, today there was a, um, a conversation on TMZ, and I, I heard a little bit of this suggested but um, it was sort of interesting because TMZ, Harvey's an attorney, and they have another guy in there that's an attorney. And it's this woman suing Lady Gaga for $500,000 because Lady Gaga said, I want my dogs back, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. In other words, no conditions whatsoever. My dogs are here, five hundred grand to you. So, Hey, could she give her the five hundred grand and then sue her civilly? She'd probably be better off not giving her the money and then uh, making her sue her civilly, which is yeah, what's happening. Oh, really? Wow. The woman, Jennifer McBride, is suing Lady Gaga because she said the contract, the way the contract worked is you produce the dogs, you get $500,000. And she said, I produced the dogs and I fulfilled my end of the contract. Now, she did not, she did not kidnap the dogs, but she apently was, let's see, wait. She got in trouble for uh, covering it up yeah, or help she, covering she it up. Yeah, she was an accessory after the fact. She she helped hide the dogs um, after these guys dog-napped them. And it, the reason is because she was dating, I think, the father of the kid, the two younger guys that stole the dogs yeah. and shot this person. Well, but she still gave, she still gave them up. Yeah, she did. Anyway. Just give her the fucking money. So anyway, um, the feeling on the show, and they had—I think they had a guest on there too—was saying that it's kind of, it's pretty much of a she fulfilled the, yeah, the contract, yeah, yeah, and that maybe Lady Gaga does have to pay her, and it'd be interesting to see what happens, you know, if this were to go to court because she did bring the dogs, and instead of no questions asked, she was arrested. <laughs> so so ne next time um, a celebrity does that or puts a reward out and says no questions asked, asterisk. Yeah, no, that's actually. I mean, that's how do you do the fine print? They actually talked about that. There's, oh, did they really? Uh, yeah, uh huh. And Jennifer was dating the father of the dog nappers. And the DA is popping off of this, which Harvey was pissed off about because Harvey said, this, the DNA is, uh, the DA, the district attorney, is out of his lane. This has nothing to do with him, whether she pays yeah. the girl or not. But I guess the DA does not want her to pay this person 
who was the, you know, sort of connected to the person that kidnapped the dog. She wasn't involved in the kidnapping, but she found out afterwards and did bring the dog back and also harbored the dog. Although the dog was already kidnapped, so, yeah. I, you know, whatever. Anyway, she, she Jennifer really- McBride has not received a cent, and she is expecting Gaga to make good. Hmm. And I don't, know what a, well, I don't know what a court of law would say, because they can't. The jury could just say, fuck you, I don't like this person, and I'm, not just, I'm just not going to rule in her favor. But still, she said no questions asked. No, I, I kind of agree. I'm on team dog napper here. And especially because she was not involved in the napping, and she was not involved in the shooting, and it was one of these things like, oh my God, you're not going to leave what happened. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, okay, just let's hide the dogs here. And, and then she had heard, I think she had heard about this separately from the person that napped the dog. Mm-hmm. So she knew there was the reward, so she's like, she made an inquiry, and they said, oh, if you have the dog, just bring them here, and we have the reward. I mean, but it's and not a formal, Noah, uh, it's interesting though, it's not a formal contract though. She just is, I guess, what a, would a reasonable person expect the person involved in the crime to be get the reward? I don't know. It sounds like she has a better legal position than you would think. Well, I just yeah, thought she'd she, have no leg to stand I on. I think it would be the accessory after the fact, right? She didn't do it, she just held him for a while and then turned him in. Yep, not long either. Um, February is the best time to buy a home in Michigan. We're uh, in the last day of February, but early March certainly is better than later in the spring because housing inventory is on the rise and the big busy spring buying is as you get into later March, early April, May, that's really when it starts picking up. So we're still in a good spot. Uh, well ahead of the busy spring and summer home buying season. It's easier than ever to get into your new home with Hall Financial's Buy Smart program, giving you up to $2,500 towards your down payment. You have to pay it back. If you qualify, they'll give it to you. $2,500. Get pre-approved same day with the most credible pre-approval in the industry. Hall Financial's five-star certified pre-approval. They can even connect you with the top realtor from their exclusive realtor network. So if you're looking to buy a new home or refi, uh, call Hall Financial first. Give them first crack. That's all we ask. I think they'll make you very happy. 866-CALL-HALL. Chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And uh, please, five-star us on, on iTunes or Spotify or any of the places that accept ratings. Use the Amazon portal if you may, if you can, if you will. I think we have the same people using it over and over and over because we get the same. We make a little money off it. But I keep saying, God, if everybody would use the Amazon portal, we could just retire. <laughs> so awesome. But I know it's kind of a hassle. And uh, we have nice enough people to help donate either on a one-time or a monthly basis, too. That's easy to find on the website, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we'll see you tomorrow. Trudy will be in, hopefully, if the roads are better. I, think I don't know. This is a once in every hundred year storm uh, tonight. I'm going to so. have to watch Jason Carr drive in the morning to figure out oh, I will how too. the roads are. Great idea. He yeah. started at 8.57 this morning. Oh, oh early? Yeah, he was a little early. All right. Your traffic and weather. Let's keep you updated on the weather, though, and the traffic. Thank God. So I'm going to watch Facebook in my car on my phone. All right. We'll see ya. What, what, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, so this perhaps a, there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation? A chance? Well, but I, don't, so, I, 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 oh I, if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? 
oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they ask those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no, I, you, you, the wait, name wait. of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, look at the name, can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait, okay, a, second, wait, okay. A, wait a second. Wait a what second. about this? What about wait this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could be.